21st. The world is getting crazier. People are acting more and more insane. The end of the world is tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. There's only one thing to do when the world is falling apart. Listen to Basil and Gons as they discuss this week's news and events through the lens of Bible prophecy. You are listening to Canary Cry News Talk. You're listening to Canary Cry News Talk. Today is January 11th, 2021. This is episode 285. And today, wheat or terrorists. And I'm not suing Amazon, but I am your best buddy, Basil. And this is Gons. Welcome to the podcast where we praise Jesus while reporting the chaos, the egregious, with a well-rounded, biblically grounded take on world events. Uh, did something happen out there in the world last couple days? Or nothing? Been a pretty, uh, pretty, pretty boring couple days, Gons. I don't know uh, what you're talking about. Mm. Um, <laughs> hmm. Where to start? <laughs> yeah, where do we start? <laughs> where do we start? Okay. <sighs> so, what was I doing? I had some sort of thing that I was going to do, and I forgot. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. Where do we start, Gons? Um, well, when was the last show? Friday. Friday. Yeah. So we've had th- about four weeks since Friday. And uh, <laughs> the saga of the d- demolition of the American democracy continues. Uh, that's one thing I've noticed is no matter what side of the aisle you are on, you recognize that uh, the American democracy is disintegrating in front of our eyes. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. That's the real unity we have in this country is everybody thinks the world is ending. Oh, (laughs) you know, I was listening. Usually I'm, you know, getting the show ready as the the opening theme is playing. But I actually listened to it this time. And, uh, you know, our beginning... Of the show, the the music bed and the the robot lady talking, it kind of puts people off sometimes if they're new to the show. It kind of, kind of sounds intense and kind of wild and making a lot of sensational claims. But uh, the beginning of the show intro <laughs> talking about uh, you know the world is going insane. The world is going to end tomorrow. Everybody's going insane. The world is getting crazier. That's that's not so satirical anymore, Gonzo. I know we got, we got to update our <laughs> intro to match the level How of intensity. Yeah, How, it's you can't even like uh, satirically talk about the people going crazy and the world getting more insane anymore. Well, let's. Yeah. It's funny because somebody had mentioned on a comment like, "Oh my gosh, that intro is so accurate." You know, the end of the world is getting closer, <laughs> and it's like, yeah. you know, technically speaking, every day. We're getting closer oh, to the end yeah, of the world, okay. so it's not that compelling. Yeah. But you start uh, dying the day you're born, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, before we jump into the the swamp, if you mm-hmm. will, just to trigger everybody. Whoa. Um, yeah. We uh, we got some pictures that were allowed to show from the from Nigel the knife that mm, he yes. uh, put together today in Christian history. Won the the knife raffle contest. Mm-hmm. And um, if you're looking on the screen here, uh, you can see the knife. It came in a nice, neat little box here. Beautiful. And it's a beautiful piece of weapon. It's nice to <laughs> weapon. It's nice to be reminded that there's people out there. Even nicer to know they listen to our show. 
um, and not only listen, but produce the show and make cool things possible who can actually like create quality objects with their hands. Yeah. It's been a while since I've really crafted something out of nothing and producer Nigel really uh, did a, just a bang up job with the canary cry knife drawing. It will kill. Yes. Very accurate Um, statement. Yeah. Um, Having a, you got some issues over there? No, yeah, I'm having my own issues, but I don't need to burden everybody with them. Okay. Well, one of the things that I thought was interesting in the last few days, we uh, we we definitely saw you know Trump getting banned from Twitter. Now Parler's mm. down. We'll we'll kind of talk about a little bit of that. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, the, one of the first things I saw when Trump was first banned was uh, this guy's tweet, John Barron at John Barron <laughs> yeah. or at Barron John 1946. And yeah. he tweeted out, hello, I am brand new to Twitter. What are you guys up to? And the picture, this little yeah. uh, avatar is Trump with a mustache. It was pretty genius. It was genius. He got and there's uh, so been far, some copycats since then. Yeah, but, but I think uh, he was the original. And this guy has almost 2 million likes <laughs> and a, like a three, almost 300,000 retweets. Like, wow, so that's simple, a, too. I know. That, why didn't we think of it? We could have totally exploded canary cry news talk if we were just on it but i know alas and uh he has uh in in the bio i don't know if it's still there but it was there at the beginning you know for promotional information uh contact and then it gave the uh, twitter handle for the guy who's running it he very obviously is sort of (laughs) you know he's a writer a comedy writer or something and uh nailed it so Um, okay. So I guess just to give the, the broad overview of my experience for the past couple of days, I think that's the best way to do it. I, I think it's very hard to put the events in the past couple of days into facts, sure, uh, into objective facts. Right. So I'll just give my own uh, experience and we'll let that lead into the thing. So okay. I think like a lot of people, I woke up Sunday morning to a lot of claims that the Insurrection Act had been signed at midnight the night before by President Donald Trump. Uh, I even saw that, uh, well, you saw the the Vatican blackout because the Pope was being arrested. Uh, I At one point, I was told that Nancy Pelosi had been arrested and that Trump was using the military and uh, had taken back. And everybody was getting arrested except for the 10 Congress people who supported him uh, in opposing the Electoral College thing. Um, Also heard that there was a blackout in D.C. and that the military were everywhere. Am I tracking? This was my experience, Gons. Did you have anything uh, similar? Anything similar happen to you? Yeah. Lynn Wood was a big part of this. Yeah. I I mean, obviously, Parler going down because of the Amazon servers. I don't know why they're on. Amazon. Uh, and then I see, I've been seeing Gab trying to fill that gap because they have their own servers. Smart. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a, you got to look at the full stack. We've talked about that over and over again that, uh, you know, if, if you're going to actually have true freedom on the internet, I mean, even just having servers isn't enough ultimately, mm-hmm. but yeah. uh, it's definitely one more step in the right direction if you're going to detach from the system 
but still sure. have accessible internet. Well, that's actually facts, Gons. I'm You're sorry. talking facts. I'm sorry. Right now. I, didn't, I, I didn't want to. I didn't want. To. <laughs> no, no. Don't mix your facts in with well, with all this other <laughs> sensational stuff. The one thing that I found interesting, though, was a couple days ago, and we didn't. I don't think we reported this, but Pakistan lost power, and they had a massive blackout. And uh, you know that, that yes. was like a real story that the actual country, you know, blacked out, and so. When I started seeing things, I think Sunday morning, uh, you know, people saying that the Vatican's blacking out and there's some mm-hmm. claims about Texas, there's some, you know, surrounding Dallas is blacking out. I was kind of like, oh, maybe they are going to, whatever purpose, whether it's for Trump, you know, actually putting into play the Insurrection Act or not, or what, whatever, whatever reason, oh boy, they're going to really, you know, lock us down. They're going to shut everything off. Uh, but it just seemed like as the day what? went on. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was yeah, going to say, as the day going. went on, it just felt like, man, uh, number one, I need to prepare for sure. Because if something like Pakistan does take place, I'm not super, I mean, I got enough water and food and stuff, but in terms of like electronically, I'm not super prepared. So I, you know, I talked to you about that over the weekend, but mm-hmm. other than that, I was kind of like, man, I feel like a lot of people are getting a little too riled up. And uh, yeah, as I was telling you before the show, this all had me pretty good for about nine hours, about nine or 10 hours, which is crazy because you're that not a, a pretty news, long time. You're not a news on the weekend guy. So uh, to yes. spend your Sunday. Well, right. <laughs> yes. Good. Good to point out. Yeah. Good to point out to those who, who don't know this. I intentionally avoid news on the weekends uh, because uh, more or less one could one could say that it's my job and I try to take a break from it for my own sanity, but this one got me. So yes, it got me on Sunday and uh, had me for about nine, 10 hours as I was frantically trying to confirm everything I was hearing. And uh, nine or 10 hours was a long time for given the fact I could not confirm almost a single thing. And Right. I just want, we just need to walk through it. Cause here's the thing. I know that there's a lot of people still in the grips of all this. I do want to say, uh, Nancy Pelosi did, has been seen. Um, I, she's not arrested the Pope. You mean the laptop also. didn't give away well, all that's the pedo I'm, info I'm not, that she has. I'm not going to say anything about the laptop. That <laughs> I have no data on the laptop. Um, except for people posting photoshopped images and fake memos that they said they got from the laptop, which are very obviously fakes. Um, but the Pope has also been seen since uh, Sunday. So the Pope is yeah, not arrested. Nancy Pelosi is not arrested. That one threw me um, off, though, because, you know, there, there is a channel that does live stream the Vatican, just basically the, the square there. And mm-hmm. I sent that to you and I was like, it is weird that it's totally dark. You know, that there's like not no lights on at all. There's Christmas trees yeah. out. And then you were However, saying we, before we got that- some. Tr- so at, I'll say Adam Curry from the No Agenda show. Um, and I'm only putting this out because he put it out on his own show on. They do a show on Sunday. His daughter or daughter. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm, <laughs> I don't mean to mischaracterize what the actual relationship, either his daughter or his stepdaughter or uh, someone like that or lives in Italy and he checked in with them to see if the Vatican blackout was uh, real. 
apparently not, uh, according to Adam Curry's contact in uh, the uh, near the Vatican. Um, I also checked with my contact in Washington, D.C. is my Lib Joe buddy over there. Um, uh, he said there was no blackout, at least that he knows about in Washington, D.C. Not to say that this is the ultimate arbiter of truth. It's just I could not personally verify any of these blackouts. Yeah, and I didn't even know about the D.C. blackout. I saw some images of D.C. with military surrounding it and stuff and uh, pictures, but hard to tell if it's you know, there's some takes from the, the left wing liberal side on Twitter saying like, oh, it's uh they're getting ready to to uh, protect the you know Biden during the the whole inauguration. It's not mm-hmm. to take over the government and all this kind of stuff. So I, I, I who knows? But well, uh, and from the very beginning, there was a weird little issue with language regarding this whole thing when it came to uh, Trump signed the Insurrection Act. Right. Right. <laughs> Now, that's a thing. Now, this language was being repeated over and over and over and over. Uh, And the problem is that that's the Insurrection Act was signed over 200 years ago. Uh, When you sign an act means it, you know, brings it into legislation. The Insurrection Act is over 200 years old. And so there's no reason for him to sign the Insurrection Act. He could enact the Insurrection Act. Right. He could activate it and, you know, use uh, its powers that it grants him. But this obsession with saying that Trump signed the Insurrection Act was an immediate red flag for me. Um, but, you know, again, I was I was in the grips for a few hours. So I just kind of let the language go. Um, but, yeah, I mean, if. If the Insurrection Act had been enacted, you would think here now, 48 hours later, we would have some sort of hard evidence. And I even kind of got now I'm just going to go through my thought process because I know there's a lot of people out there struggling with the same uh, with the same thing. So when it came to hearing about Nancy Pelosi and the Pope getting arrested and I could not find a single uh mainstream i'll just say mainstream source about this and i was like well of course the mainstream wouldn't report that pelosi and the pope had been arrested of course because they want to hide the insurrection act then it took me a few hours but it dawned on me they would love to report that that would be just the best pot that would be better than their birthday. Uh, if the mainstream <laughs> could report that the Pope, that Trump had arrested yeah, Pelosi. Yeah. That would be the biggest, most, most exciting way to demonize Trump that could possibly happen. There's no logical reason why they wouldn't uh, uh, report that if it happened. Not to say that everything they report is true. Come on. I see. I, I know you're out there. Somebody trying to twist this around. I'm just saying, if Trump arrested Nancy Pelosi, it would be the biggest news in the world. And the mainstream would love it because they could turn Trump into literal Satan or something. It it would verify it would uh, confirm their bias that he's a totalitarian dictator, you know, last stand trying to hold on to his presidency, all of that. 
Yeah, um, right. It would play perfectly into what they've been trying to make us think about Trump for four years. Yeah. So, well, you know, though, you know, you know what Trump does have is a red folder. Did you see the red folder? <laughs> I love the red folder. Okay, yes. So, so this was tweeted out by Lady 17 QC. And uh, she tweets out one dash six control station. Notice the red folder. It's a 14 second <laughs> video of uh, Eric Trump's birthday party. And you'll see uh, what is not Ivanka. Is it Ivanka? No, not Ivanka. What's the daughter's name? I forget. Anyway, yeah, Ivanka the fam- is, the is it Ivanka? Oh, okay. So the, yeah. the, you'll see the family there. You'll see Eric Trump. And then you'll just, you'll see, you'll see a flash of Trump in the background. So here, <laughs> it's so funny. Here we go. Ready? Ooh, that's loud. There's Trump in the backgrounds. Uh, boom, red folder. He's just boom. very stiffly holding it up, staring <laughs> at it very intently while everybody around him is partying. He's just having this moment with a red folder, which is pretty weird. I mean, it is kind of it's hilarious to see, um, but it is kind of weird. And Lady 17 QC uh, with the tweet said, uh, one six control station, notice the red folder and which is really hilarious. Cause there's no way you couldn't notice the red folder in this video. Like you didn't find some sort of secret thing, but what really got me going is the thread underneath this. Um, Maggie in the thread beneath says this was certification day in DC, which it was, this happened on January 9th, uh, sorry, 6th, right, right before Trump went on stage, John, uh, Don Jr. tweeted it. Then beneath that lady 17 replies, I thought of code message for us <laughs> read for, are you ready? <laughs> and I just thought this was a beautiful example of a lot of what's going on right now. <laughs> Why not red for communist party red? Who knows? Why not right? red Who for knows? something Republican party red? Yeah. Yeah. And of course there's a, a whole thread. There's a Q post um, trying to break down the red folder. And I don't know. Oh, maybe the red folder. Maybe it's the nuclear codes. Maybe it's, maybe it is a message. I don't know. He is very sort of intentionally holding it up. Not <laughs> subtly. But here's the thing. It is not a subtle message, whatever he's doing. Um, red but folder. It is very red folder. There's a red folder. <laughs> Everybody see this? Look at the folder. Look at my beautiful red folder. <laughs> Um, but you know, anyways, whether or not it means anything, there'd be no way for any of us to know. Now, a lot, we haven't even gotten into the uh, things, but we will along with this has been all the posts from Lynn Wood. I think we have an example of that. Yeah. Uh, you want me to show a, the a parlor thing? Yeah. Why don't you bring that up? Uh, here's the Lynn Wood post from parlor before it was all shut down. Yeah. Says, and this uh, is Lynn post on the, what day was this? It's not dated. It says six hours ago. So it might've been from today or yesterday. I don't think today because today parlor has been down today. So uh, good point. Good morning. Does the day seem surreal to you? Do you feel the revelation of truth occurring? Does it confuse you as you, this is Lynn Wood talking as you struggle to ascertain truth from lies. Are you impatient and wanting answers? Do you know who you can trust? No, 
Linwood, thank you for this rhetorical line of questioning. Do you have an intense desire to see justice done? Yes, of course. Change is difficult, painful, and demanding. The greater the change, the greater are all of those emotions. Our country and our world is undergoing changes, big changes. So stay steady at the helm as you navigate through turbulent waters. It will be worth it when you get to the other side. I believe America's best days lie ahead of for all of us. Keep the faith. Trust God. Now, he's been obviously posting like a maniac the past few days and is sort of generally considered the voice of Trump right now, as Trump is uh, not able to access any social media. Um, well, that's that's it, a, that's the question here. By the way, this is a, the same Linwood who allegedly, according to some people that have sued him, and who knows yeah. if this is true, but allegedly, like we reported on in the last episode, he stated in a recorded message, either an email or verbally quote, I might actually be Christ's coming back for a second time in the form of an imperfect man, elevating yeah. Christ consciousness. Right. And so quote. he has a history of some pretty flamboyant wacky, speaking. Wacky things. But that, that's the thing. Yeah. If Trump were to announce something, and we've been hearing all day that Trump's going to address the public. And, you know, I don't know if it's through Fox or, or what. I don't know what, you know, they're shutting him out. So who knows exactly how he's going to do it. But um, that's the thing. How would we verify if Trump did uh, invoke the Insurrection Act? Would we know, number one? Would we, are we, would we even, I mean, even if he did, we, until <laughs> he, he does something, we wouldn't really know anyway, right? Mm -hmm. like unless right. he actually arrested people or whatever like we're not going to hear about it or know about it so until then it's all just uh, to me and i'll just kind of give away my punchline of like what i think is going on all the censorship all it, it, it's, it's obviously causing an outrage for conservatives and rightfully so the the uh, the technocracy big tech coordinated censorship is completely out of hand no question about it but yeah. we, we can band together and actually solve this big tech issue in terms of the, the technology end of it. But I think there's a massive piece of social engineering taking place. Exactly. And it's, it's almost like, and I, and I coined, I don't know if I coined the phrase, but I, I basically hashtagged it as social entrapment because yeah. it's, it feels like whatever thing they're going to do, they already kind of did it with the whole raiding the, the Capitol the, building thing, yes. right? Storm siege, siege, the siege uh, yeah. on the Capitol building. They, they're just right. setting everybody up to be taken out and, and labeled with a very general broad brushstroke terrorist. That's, right. that's what they're well, doing. That's what they're getting ready you've to, heard, to do. Every, yeah. Sorry. You've heard the, the uh, lawmakers, AOC and AOC types talking about, you know, there's already been the list made of uh, Trump supporters and the vows to end their careers and, you know, give payback to anyone who supported Trump. And what a bet. What's what's the what a better way to increase that list than to really incite the right with everything they feared for the past four years and uh, really get them all worked up and 
jumping over to parlor which i think parlor could possibly be its own sort of little honey trap you know yeah. hey if you love trump go over to parlor oh good the social media <laughs> trap has been completely <laughs> lost on people it's like people have completely forgotten all of the problems with social media not 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 even just the advertising or the big data or the privacy concerns no you willingly go to a website, give them all your information, uh, give them all the networking uh, that you want to participate in, following all, you know, everybody you follow, building a social web of your connections and uh, putting it all on record. And what you're doing is you're building yourself an online profile, your hand. I'm getting worked up. You're handing over, you're creating your own online profile and handing it over to anybody who can take it. And yeah, sure. Parlor boasts, uh, you know, privacy and they promise they're not going to give your information away, but they're on AWS. They're on Amazon web services, which means Amazon has every piece of information that you've given to Parler. And that's not just your password, not just it's your messages, everything. not just that's your ISPs, that's your connections with any other person you've networked with, that's all your private messages. It's all been going through Amazon. You've you've connected yourself to uh, the infrastructure of the technocracy because somebody told you that Parler would be a safe place for you to go. And we're seeing that it's not and they are not immune from the big tech censorship thing. And it's not even about censorship. It's about giving your building a, a profile of yourself and handing it over to the powers that be You're you're saving <laughs> intelligence agencies work is what you're doing. You, you know, I you know, had this, this tweet out a few days ago and somebody asked about Greg outlaw in the chat uh, from mm. resilient truth. And he actually texted me earlier today and he said, please keep me in your prayers. Everyone's calling me now about resilient truth. I just don't have time to explain it all you know, to everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's probably going to do some kind of recording or something to explain what's happening. But um, and we, we, we've been talking about this. That's why we've had, you know, we interviewed Brad cam from un, uh, unstoppable domains and yeah. you know, we're, we're, we're just having that discussion about decentralization and everything else because we knew that even if you start your own thing, it's not going to be protected. And I'm showing, um, a tweet that I tweeted out, uh, October 24th. And this was shared to me by Greg outlaw. He told me it's okay to share this. Uh, and, and it's just, you know, it's just information, the seven layers Mm-hmm. of the internet stack and you got application presentation session transport network data link and physical and yeah they, all of it is pretty much compromised so if we're going to actually have our own protected internet we're really going to have to build the whole stack and that's not right. easy to do it takes a lot of money <laughs> it takes a lot of money a lot of time a lot of resources but i think uh i think people within big tech are ready to help build it in some way because they're even seeing that the, 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 the totalitarian nature of, you know, the Googles and the apples and all that, it's just overreaching and no one's really stopping it because they're, they've gotten the green light from government. And so, I mean, we're, we're, it's interesting how we're seeing how big tech is stronger, more powerful than government at this point to silence Trump. 
mm-hmm. the way they did. So, I mean, it's, it's a flex. They'll silence anybody. They'll silence anybody, but I'm just saying it's a major flex to be like, okay, we're shutting down the president and we're shutting down the, the application everyone's moving to right now. And so, you know, and then look, I, I get it. Gab is out there. They have their own servers. That's one step removed. That's better. Uh, mm-hmm. They have the right idea. Uh, but there's still ways that Gab could disappear as oh, well. Easily, easily. Yeah, yeah. they're, they're, they're not, not protected. They're centralized. I think they have servers, but I think they're centralized. So mm-hmm. if they <laughs> if they decide to pull power on their uh, server location, and I don't, actually don't know, maybe they are decentralized and they have a few different uh, places upholding the system. But yeah. in any case, that it, yeah, the, the problems here are so much bigger, and I, I'm seeing a lack of education when it comes to the technology. I'm also seeing people really uh, just get too carried away with the, because I think a willingness to believe something that confirms your bias, right? You don't, you're not getting any confirmation on stuff. It's just, it's astounding. And it shouldn't be astounding. (laughs) I shouldn't be surprised. Oh, look at this. Gab is down. Is it down? Gab error 1016. There you go. There it so is. It's not that hard to do. So, you know, just keep in mind, just because you see Linwood post something, just for all we know, I mean, this guy came out of nowhere, okay? He's one of these lawyers who loves being a celebrity. He loves the attention. He's making a lot of money. He's, uh, you know, oh. Linwood should not hold your trust, your undying trust without confirmation. There's this rumor floating around that he's the voice of Trump and maybe he is, maybe he's not. But that does not mean whatever Lynn Wood posts is true. And uh, on top of that, uh, I think it was uh, mm, Monkey Works. Yeah, Monkey Works. Was it Code Monkey Works. There's a few monkeys out there. Monkey Works was the guy who came out and said, my uh, my buddy is in the army and he got, or not in the army, he's in the military and he got called to his base. And so therefore the Insurrection Act is uh, in play. And then that exploded and started being taken as fact and started snowballing. And you just got to stop for a second and realize this entire uh, forest fire of whether it's info or disinfo has yet to be proved is based on a guy's friend saying a thing being called to base on a, uh, who's in the military that happens all the time. And even when it comes to all there's also the flight patterns, you know, you get the, uh, you can, there's the people dissecting the flight traffic and what this means and what that means, you know, military aircraft are moving around all the time. People were uh, exploding about the, uh, oh, what is it? E- oh man, I'm going to, I'm going to misquote the aircraft, but it's um, uh, E4B. I want to say the E4B, it's the 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 Doomsday Control Center uh, made a flight from Washington to uh, military command in Texas. And there was a, you know, the the theories that Trump was on the the Doomsday Control Command Center aircraft and it was all happening and this and that and that and this uh, because there's only two of those. Those are in the air. 
24 hours a day, every day. That is the protocol for that uh, particular aircraft. Just because that plane is in the air does not mean the apocalypse has begun. And these are now all just little details that I'm rambling off. But the fact of the matter is there, A, I will say this, maybe it is happening. Maybe it is. But as of now, there is absolutely zero concrete evidence that the Insurrection Act is in play. And so everybody just needs to take a deep breath, realize that every social post, every message, every unencrypted text message you send is being put in your file as someone who latched on to this Insurrection Act thing. And uh, that should be more worrisome than anything. Yeah. There we go. I think I'm done with my rant. Okay. Well, Ron Paul looks like he was blocked from Facebook, but that's not a surprise. Yeah, that's not a surprise. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, wow, he lasted this long, huh? Ron Paul. Um, so based on this idea that they're setting up conservatives and ultimately I think Christians, you know, that they're really going to go after Christians. Uh, it, it's, it's a, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a plan, long-term plan. And really, if you think about the premise all the way back in 2011, when I published Age of Deceit, one of the things that I mentioned in there was that uh, they really want to silence Christians because Christians are uh, some of the people that are not just politically speaking. They're they're sort of stand, you know they usually stand for more freedom and and liberty and stuff like that. But also they're the ones that know eschatologically that this is taking place. So we're going to be out there calling it out, you know. And so of course they're going to start silencing. Beginning with conservatives, eventually the Christian, whatever, you know, whatever, you know, take you have on it. But here's some evidence to suggest that that's what is taking place. And this is a a Yahoo news.com. And the headline is former Homeland Security heads advice following capital attack, quote, buckle up. And uh, I wanted to deconstruct this video a little bit because they do some things here. You know, Basil, you and I are both video. We've done video editing. We've done audio editing. I mean, it was mm-hmm. pretty much our profession. That's kind of how we met as we were in the editing room at a church. Um, and so we understand how videos get edited and how people can manipulate certain things to make it seem more sensational than, than they really are. And this is an example. So let's, let's take a look at this video here. And for those of you listening, listen to the video. An angry mob running roughshod and unchecked through the Capitol and onto the floor of the United <laughs> States Senate. A scene as once unthinkable as airplanes crashing. Look at that building. angry mob. Well, you, you stepped on you stepped Sorry. on a moment I wanted to really point out. Sorry. <laughs> let me let me scoot said it back angry up. mob and there's just like happy people. <laughs> a scene as once unthinkable as airplanes crashing into buildings. Ooh. Okay. So that right there, yeah. a scene unthinkable so- as airplanes crashing into the building. And then they yeah. show the explosion, the boom. From the Capitol. Now, that that boom is not protesters and rioters exploding things. That boom is the police force uh, setting off those those dispersion things, right? What, I can't, what are they called? Right. There's a name for them. I'm trying yeah, to remember. Con- concussion grenades or something? I don't know. Something like that. It's just a crowd control. Yeah, the crowd control grenade. So that's not, that's not even... Uh, protesters exploding things. <laughs> right. That's the police exploding <laughs> things. But the way it's edited, oh my gosh, look at these 
these uh, crazy rioters uh, exploding things like 9-11 planes. Yeah, and it's put building. in a very, it's it's beautifully done, too, when it comes to the, the editing techniques that they've put in here. It's very melodic. It's very rhythmic. It has the explosions at just the right time. It's got, uh, you know, some NLP aspects of the uh, of the audio to it. Um, and it's all meant to, you know, it's very scientific. That's something that you know a lot of people don't talk about enough which is when it comes to these edited pieces that get sent out they are very scientifically put together um the the images and the sounds are are perfectly placed just to subconsciously trigger you right um into reacting in the way that they want right uh, they want you to react so that very well placed explosion no factual basis as to what he's <laughs> referring <laughs> no. to but it's there to uh help tell his story the bull is airplanes crashing into buildings they could have blown the building up they could no they couldn't have <laughs> could have killed us all no they couldn't have they could have destroyed the government we no no they Lindsey Graham destroyed the government <laughs> they couldn't have destroyed uh, this is you triggering can't me destroy the government by, <laughs> by storming the capital property damage is not violence everybody i learned that from the black lives matter protest oh that's right okay yeah a major bullet yesterday the barriers erected and manned by the capitol police were little more than speed bumps to the angry mob they had these pathetic little barricades up beforehand <laughs> And what they should have done is had much more robust capabilities well in advance. Real quick, notice how in the video, and apologies for those who are on the uh, listening to just the audio, um, they're showing lots of video of the most uh, violent parts right. of the videos that are coming out. We watched it live. Everybody, you can find the live videos. You can find the raw video. They're taking the most uh, one s violent one second clips of people moving fences and here and there. What they're not showing you is the video of the cops moving the barricades and letting <laughs> people walk through and yeah. uh, people calmly walking through the Capitol building, staying within the velvet ropes and things like that. The 6th of January. Michael Chertoff, head of Homeland Security during the George W. Bush administration, says the Capitol Police bear primary responsibility. This strikes me as having been a real dereliction by the Capitol Police. But simple dereliction doesn't explain this statement by D.C. Police Chief Robert Conti. There was no uh, intelligence that suggested there would be a breach of the U.S. Capitol. In fact, social media <laughs> was full of storm the Capitol rhetoric, including a tweet from President Trump predicting it will be wild. The hoaxes and the lies. And then there was the rally. Okay, so again... Okay, one tweet, be there, will be wild. Yeah. That has there's nothing there that says, "Oh, we're going to storm the cat, get in there, be violent." And uh, also the, the you know, today we rise, follow patriots, storm the capital, some blog. Yeah. What? Yeah. That's that's <laughs> their source. Some, some blog. blog. <laughs> and of course, they got to get a picture of the uh, the Civil War in there with a big Confederate flag, you know, cuz we got to make that connection. Right. And, and you can see here that it's whatever this website is, it's got like an upvote and it's got like 50, 54, which means it probably got shared or upvoted 54 times. 
Is that right. is that enough to get it on this news source? <laughs> like my gosh! Yeah, remember, at least uh, five of those were, you know, probably this. Yeah, these these, these guys here. Yeah, right. <laughs> putting the video together, visiting the yeah. site. Yeah. Tweet from President Trump predicting it will be wild. The hoaxes and the lies. And then there was the rally outside <laughs> the, the White House and the where the president and his ally Rudy Giuliani riled up the crowd. Let's have trial by combat. If you read the newspaper, you knew that there was a serious possibility of a threat against the Capitol. Let's go wild. Bring your guns. It doesn't take a Bring your guns? Science. Who said that? Yeah. Did you hear bring your guns anywhere? I didn't anywhere? hear bring your guns anywhere, plus Neither you can't bring guns into D.C. anyway. Well, and here's the thing. I've, see, I've seen this on uh, a, in a lot of different ways. There's this little picture coming around. Maybe I should pull it up, or maybe you can pull it up. The... Um, the image of the Lego set, the Storm the Capitol Lego set. Have you seen this? No. Oh, you do a quick Google search. See if you can find it. Um, it's, it's just a little joke meme that's going around. It's pretty funny. It's, uh, you know, looks like a, a package of Legos. Um, and, you know, for those who know Legos, you get Legos, you can build little different scenes. This one is the Storm the Capitol Lego set. And it has the the Viking guy, little Lego Viking guy, which is pretty funny. And then it has a scene with a bunch of little Lego guys. Some are wearing MAGA hats. Some of them are police. In this Lego set, all the MAGA guys are carrying guns. They're carrying pistols and uh, what looked to be some sort of rifle. Um, and this meme has been floating around that this mob was armed and that everybody has guns. There was not a single gun that that you that was ever shown on any of the live broadcasts, any of the live feeds, any of the videos that there was no. I mean, who knows? Maybe somebody brought their guns, but bringing your guns uh, into Washington, D.C. is that's a big no, no. You know, of course, we have some international listeners. And of course, uh, you know, the United States is known for uh, its Second Amendment and things like that, but not in Washington, D.C. No guns allowed. Um but there's this meme floating around that these that the the people who sieged the Capitol were armed and had uh, firearms. And that's not true. Now, this morning, Gons, I just this morning, I've been seeing floating around a bunch that uh, the protesters had mace and were macing police officers. Have you been seeing this? No, I haven't seen or heard I, anything about it. I never saw any videos, never heard anything about it until this morning. Suddenly there's this narrative um, about uh, the protesters having bats and having mace. Well, which bats, I do have a, I have some a footage of well, bats. We'll get into the bats, but okay. you know, having, no, I'm sorry. They called them batons, batons and mace. Now it's been a week later. And as this narrative has been developing, and I want to make a prediction, I think as the weeks go on, it will slowly be uh, repeatedly introduced into the storyline uh, that these that the uh, the siege on the Capitol had more and more uh, weapons of escalating. Uh, I don't know effectiveness i guess it's gonna take a while but if they repeat it enough and they introduce it slow enough soon it will be the standard narrative that you'll be hearing that uh, you know armed with ar-5 assault assault style <laughs> rifles yeah and uh things like that they stormed the capital 
Uh, just I'm calling it now. Keep an eye out, folks. That narrative is going to be slowly introduced. And uh, I don't know whether it'll happen in the next month or over the next six months. But eventually and sooner than we think, the narrative will be completely transformed into, uh, you know, more of a military style takeover rather than a bunch of jolly, uh, happy guys in Trump hats sometimes literally prancing around the Capitol building. Yeah. And people are bringing it up. So I'll just show it here. This is uh, the <laughs> instigators being handed bats from Capitol staff in DC. And literally the video uh, shows oh, super loud. Sorry. Uh, it's not that off. loud on this side. Just so you know, well, I'm turning off the sound anyway. Okay. Um, the video shows people like from within the Capitol building, handing the protesters bats. Now, what Literally, do you mean people? Are they, do they look like they work there? Do they look like? It's very hard to tell, but. Okay. So yeah, there's a little window that it looks like people have gone up into. It's fully inside the building and there is a guy. It looks like a coat check almost. Oh no, this is outside. Yeah. The people That's from the outside are being handed bats from somebody from inside. The inside of the building. Yeah. That is very interesting. Oh man. I want a better look at the people inside. Very plain. It looks like they're wearing suit jackets on the inside. Yeah. I want to do, I want to get a better look. Come on. Yeah. It doesn't look, they're not in MAGA gear. They're, they don't look like they're in tactical gear or any of the other weird stuff that you saw. Yeah, They've got I don't think it's somebody shoulders, that, which makes me think it's like a, a, a blazer of yeah, some kind. Yeah, I mean, this is a this is I'm trying to get a decent pause here, but yeah, it just looks like a guy's got kind of like a goatee beard, but not not too crazy. And um, yeah, and might they don't look gloves. like baseball bats necessarily, but there's some sort of. Well, I think one of them does. One they look them, a little too long. Keep playing one it. of them. Uh, let's well, see. whatever it is, it's. Oh, that one is a baseball bat. That's yeah, what I'm that is weird. Yeah, and they're inside the building and they're handing uh, the bats or whatever. He's got they a are. phone in his hand. You can see that. Yeah, that is very interesting. Yeah, huh. and it's kind of like a weird window too. It's not like it's it's, like it's a kind tiny of, little window. Yeah, almost like the room is underground a little bit from where they are, and the window sort of I don't know. It's just a weird piece of footage where. Uh, again, somebody from yeah, inside it's kind of like the handing... pallets of bricks, right? Right, right, during the Black yeah. Lives Matter stuff. It's like a okay. video game, well, very interesting, very <laughs> Just interesting randomly being bats. handed weapons. It's, yeah, uh... weird how it's being handed out of the building, given to people who are on the outside of the building. Yeah, you'd think you'd want if you went in there with a bat, you'd probably want to keep your bat with you. Well, how well, you're gonna go in there with multiple bats, or what, <laughs> right? I'm the bat guy, you, I'll, you I'll... break in. <laughs> You bring 10 bats with you and then you hand them out the window. Yeah, no, that's, it's complete. Beat. I don't yeah. know. That's weird, man. That's so, really weird. um, let's go back to this video here. Let's uh, wrap it up. Yes. Mm. A serious threat to the integrity of the Capitol. This was not a failure to connect the dots, but a failure to believe the dots. Whether they underestimated the threat or believed because they were Trump supporters, they weren't going to be a problem. That was a very serious error and can never be allowed to be repeated. Was this cultural bias? If it's Black Lives Matter, there's a real threat of violence here, but Ugh. it's just almost all white Trump supporters. Yeah, no of course. Well, certainly that's a legitimate question to ask. They need to ask questions about whether there was conscious or unconscious bias or even some you know, political spin uh, for some of the people in the Capitol Police. 
Democratic Congressman James Clyburn offered a more sinister explanation. Somebody on the inside of those buildings were uh, complicit in this. The need for answers is urgent. There are already social media calls for more attacks surrounding the inauguration. The president is vowing we will not be silenced. And one of his supporters warned, many of us will return on January 19th carrying our weapons. Buckle up. I'm afraid we're going to see um, some very scary activity over the next weeks and months. There you go. Buckle up. Buckle up. Buckle up. Yeah, well, there you go. We've been saying it for months. Um, just real quick, I want to mention, because I keep, and if anybody in the chat has any actual information, don't send me any weird stuff. Um, the, uh, well, Michael Beschloss, uh, who presidents of war and nine other books. Okay. So he's an author and NBC news, presidential historian. Oh, this guy. Okay. PBS news, our opinion. Okay. Yeah. 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 So, uh, a, a news man is, uh, tweeted very noisy helicopters flying around vice president's residence. What's going on? And, uh, it's a picture of what looks like, uh, the Marine one helicopter. And yes, I know, uh, any helicopter the president is on is Marine one, but this, this looks like the, uh, what type of chopper are these ones rolling, rolling, eh, I'll figure it out in a second. Um, but yeah, people are speculating that Donald Trump is pulling donuts in Marine One over Pence's house. Mike. Mike. Come back, Mike. Get do in the, the chopper, Mike. Do the right you know, thing, like Mike. The movie. I have the red folder, Mike. <laughs> I got the red <laughs> folder. Sorry. I, I don't mean uh, to make light is, of this stuff, but it's just, I don't know. No, you, so, can make, you can make light of Marine One flying around. Um, hold on. I have to... This is bugging me so much now. Okay. Well, um, I found the tweet by Michael Beschloss. Okay. Beschloss Good. in the picture there. So, what's uh, bugging me is I forget the uh, the name type of the of helicopter. helicopter that is Marine One. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Nighthawks consisting of either large Sikorsky VH3D Sea King. Uh, or the newer, smaller VH60N Whitehawk. Okay, the Sea King is the one I was thinking of. Um, yeah, so there's a, there's a Sea King that looks like Marine One f- flying around uh, Pence's house. Um, but I've not seen any actual reporting on it, just a bunch of tweets. So if anybody out there has any info, pop it in the chat or uh, message it to us. So um, White if- Hawks, huh? It's pretty racist. Uh, here's some some other stuff uh, that came in NBC news reported just in this was earlier today Washington monument closed until January 24th National Park Service says citing quote credible threats to visitors and park resources groups involved in the January 6th 2021 riots riots at the US Capitol continue to threaten to disrupt the 59th presidential inauguration on January 20th so, uh, yep, they're shutting down the, uh, the Osiris, uh, uh, junk. Dingling. Dingling. Yeah. Dingling. There you go. <laughs> they're shutting down the Osiris dingling. Very good. Okay. <laughs> what, they think somebody's going to hurt it? I don't know. Well, uh, maybe, mm. yeah. I mean, well, people, yeah, they're saying people are going to get hurt surrounding the, uh, Osiris dingling. 
<laughs> People are comparing comparing the uh, helicopters flying around Pence's house to the uh, white Bronco chase. <laughs> with, uh, with OJ, that's pretty funny. Interesting. Okay, so there you go. I mean, all right. That's probably why we see a military presence there. They're just freaked out. They're it's a narrative of uh, violent people threatening to take over and and this and that. Um. What else? I mean, we, we obviously, uh, well, this story, Daily there Beast. The, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Daily Beast reported, State Department website, bizarrely says Trump's presidency ends tonight, January 11th. And uh, yeah, so there's a little picture screenshot here. Donald J. Trump's term ended uh, 2021 11 which is today. And uh, turns out that it was uh, just a disgruntled employee, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's what they said. It was a a rogue staffer, I believe was the term that I read. <laughs> a rogue, a staffer. rogue staffer trying to make a point. Um for those asking in the chat, our email is canarycryradio at gmail dot com. Um and yeah, we'll soon probably we'll probably start using a different email soon. Yeah. Either start mail or proton mail or something. Yeah, but right now you can send it to canarycryradio at gmail dot com. One of the things <coughs> that was trending from this story was how the State Department's website was using WordPress and some plugins. That's and, funny. And they were saying like, Oh, I thought I thought our, you know, biggest government, uh, you know, uh, websites were a little bit more secure than yeah, WordPress, that's WordPress and some plugins. That is the worst. <laughs> that is the worst. <laughs> uh, what else? Let's see. We have the story here. Parlor down. This is Rolling Stone. Parlor is down. What will happen to the far right media ecosystem? And they just talk about. You know, the Apple and Google withdrawing Parler and then Amazon providing the final blow as it shut off as servers for the free speech social media app popular among conservatives and far right influencers. And uh, I mean, there's really not a whole lot here other than, yeah, they shut it down. Yeah. And there's uh, they're suing Amazon now. Too. Yeah, they're suing Let Amazon pull that up. Let me see what kind of see if there's let's read it from CNN. That should be fun. Ooh, yay. Parler sues Amazon for cutting off its services. Parler, the alternative social media platform favored by the far right, sued Amazon on Monday in response to being deplatformed, alleging an antitrust violation, breach of contract, and interference with the company's business relationships with users. The complaint asks a federal court for a temporary restraining order against Amazon and calls Amazon Web Services' decision a death blow to Parler. Wow. Okay. You really can't you really can't survive that, huh? Without AWS, Parler is finished as it has no way to get online, the complaint said. You can just find a different <laughs> you just, yeah, get some servers vendor. If, if yeah, get a different yeah, vendor, just, just get some different servers. If Parler did a Kickstarter or a GoFundMe, I'm sure they could oh, raise they a couple raise million it. for their own servers. Easy, easy. Especially uh, at this and, point. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I yeah, don't know. No, it, nothing interesting here. I just skimmed it. Nothing, it's almost like nothing worth chatting about. It's almost like they are doing like conservative uh, virtue signaling. You know, we, how are we supposed to reach our audience? It's like, well, there are ways to do it. And yeah, it's, just, hey, it's, it's not a, easy. It's I, I will say it's not easy. It's, it's difficult to, again, uh, try to 
protect yourself and rebuild the full stack there. But yeah, well, they never should have relied on AWS no, in the first no, place. They shouldn't have. That's wild to try to build. You know, if you're trying to build something to compete with uh, other social media networks, to to be relying on Amazon infrastructure, they're just asking for it. And I think early, I mean, this is a few weeks ago, Parler shut down or was having issues because again, they were like built on WordPress or something. (laughs) something Don't build your website on WordPress. If you really want like high security and a lot of traffic. Uh, Well, Uh I mean, maybe speaking of which guns, I just got an email. Basilsbunker.com will renew in 30 days. Oh, excellent. You should do something with that. Wow. I've had that for a year and haven't done a thing with it. Shoot. Yeah. Well, (laughs) what story of our lives here? Uh, let's see. Washington times, same thing, suspending parlor. Uh, this one was interesting. This is buzzfeednews.com. And this was published on the 10th of January. DC lawmakers were briefed that Trump might go to extremes concerned. Mm. The president might invoke the insurrection act to commander or commandeer the city police. DC council member never expected an assault on the Capitol itself. So they're making it sound like, Oh, Trump pulled off the Insurrection Act, and that was part of the takeover of the Capitol, which is not true. That's not at all what happened. Um, But uh, let me just read a couple paragraphs to see if we can get something out of it. Even as elected officials in the District of Columbia warned residents to stay home and avoid potentially violent skirmishes with pro-Trump protesters early last week, behind the scenes, they were increasingly focused on what, at what time, they considered a far bigger threat, the president himself. Mm, right. In a closed briefing to the 13 member city council last Monday, the DC attorney general's office shared a two page memo analyzing the risk that Trump could invoke the insurrection act to seize control of the city's metropolitan police department. According to three members in attendance, the 214 year old law authorizes the president to deploy any of the country's state or federal armed forces to suppress civil disobedience or an uprising. Uh, so we know about this, but uh, clearly. Yeah, well, this was very interesting uh, to see, you know, they knew <laughs> they keep claiming, you know, they keep trying to say, we didn't know that this January 6th was going to happen, but right here in the notes, in the minutes of that meeting, they, uh, they're more worried about Trump himself basically instigating martial law and taking over the police force. Right. Then they were worried about the protesters. That says a lot about their mindset and it's really fascinating. And I think it does speak to uh, some points that were made from, you know, uh, right wing conservative commentators basically saying that the reason why they're trying to push the uh, impeachment, which I think today the, the house Democrats did, present a an impeachment um oh yeah yeah they introduced an impeachment resolution charging trump with incitement of insurrection so it speaks to that narrative of like oh they're afraid that trump's gonna actually do it and yeah maybe i mean well uh, at least that's what's what's reported uh but again that doesn't mean that he's actually has done it or is gonna do it because i think if he does do it it's it's almost like I don't know. I feel like if 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 uh, Trump decides to do it, it's almost like he's he knows he's gonna get taken out or something. You know, <laughs> like it's, it's like you're really risking your whole family at that point. Uh, you might have a small victory, but you may not. Obviously, 
it, I don't know. It's not, it's one of those things where he's weighing whether to try to win the battle, knowing that the war is lost, so to speak. So mm. I don't know. That's what it feels like to me. Like it's not worth it at this point to Who go knows? down in flames. He but. might have some big secret plan that we just, uh, you know, that's the other thing is if Trump had some big secret plan that was going to do some big uh, switcheroo on everybody before the 20th or whatever, I think the general public would be the last to know it. Why would he broadcast it, whether it's through Linwood or whatever? Why would he make anybody privy to it? Yeah. That's the thing that's really bugging me about this is what could possibly be the motivation um, if all the stuff being thrown around is not true the motivation to spread disinformation like that, there is no good light to shed on it. Um, so, you know, it's one of these situations we'll know by the 20th, you know, we'll have, we got nine days and apparently nine days. Uh, oh my gosh. I can't believe uh, that's a long time as quickly as things are moving. Yeah, <laughs> Who knows what can happen in nine days, but uh, we'll just have to see. And I guarantee whoever you are, including myself, we're not going to know some big secret plan. Um, we're going to know what they want us to know to pull our strings to make us act in a certain way. And maybe that's part of their plan. Who knows? But, you know, if Trump can't take care of this business without like the activating some emotional force within uh, people following him, uh, then I don't know if that's necessarily how it's supposed to work. So I don't yeah. know. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see what happens. But in the meantime, uh, several people, and I do feel bad for Trump supporters that uh, got caught up in the mix, maybe caught up in the emotions of things. And um, even if they didn't instigate some kind of, uh, you know, crowd, not crowding, what is it? Uh, rush, rushing the Capitol building. Maybe they were there and they got, they, they got pulled in and they're like, Hey, let's do it. And then ran in and, you know, whatever. Um, those people are getting basically shamed publicly. I mean, it, it's, it's pretty bad. Have you seen some of the stuff that uh, people are experiencing out there in the world? I mean, the doxing of some of the yeah, well, people not just, at the protest? Yeah, the doxing, but also the no-fly list stuff. and Oh, yeah, the no-fly list stuff. Yeah. Getting kicked off airplanes. Yeah, I have some footage jobs. of that. Yeah, I got some videos. So basically, um, uh, I don't know what happened to the story here. There was a CampusSafeMagazine.com article that I don't know. Maybe they got rid of the, the article. It was supposed to be uh, how video surveillance will help police ID those responsible for the siege of the U.S. Capitol. But for some reason, it's gone. Uh, it doesn't really matter. That's obviously surveillance is part of the <laughs> equation here when trying to find the people uh, that, were, yeah. that did storm the building. And this yeah. first one, there is a little profanity in here. So just a heads up. It's not yeah, super muffs, clear. Kids. Earmuffs, earmuffs for the kids. And uh, uh, if you are listening and, and you don't like profanity, uh, he's saying something else. But this is a guy that was caught. Uh, What's in, the length on the video? So they know. 14 seconds. 14, 14 seconds. seconds. Okay. All right, here we go. This is in an airport uh, of a guy that just got kicked off an airplane. Every single one of you. But this is what they do to us. 
They kicked me off the plane. They called me a fucking terrorist. And they want to fucking ruin my life. Every single one of them. Oh, there you go. He's, you can yeah. hear him screaming. A uh, little unhinged. A little emotional. Yeah, well, that's pretty serious. Uh, the part that bothers me is that, you know, they called him a terrorist. That, that's yeah well that's the that's a very concerning again use of language that's being thrown around here now i mean i don't know man when it comes to the terrorism thing i mean a terrorist a terror the definition of terrorism is violence with a political end uh whether it's to intimidate or have some sort it's politically motivated violence is basically the definition of terrorism. Right. Although they've been changing things around. So maybe we should look up the current definition. Yeah, I was going to say, I didn't, uh, yeah, Webster's, uh, has done a good job of changing definitions pretty quick. So let's see. If I recall, it, it was Netanyahu in the nineties who started using the, the word terrorist in a political sense, uh, describing the, you know, just a lot of the, the conflict in the Middle East. This is funny. I only have a couple of seconds. So on web, merriamwebster.com, they have a list of top lookups right now. Mm-hmm. As it stands now, the top lookups on webster.com are coup d'etat, fascism, <laughs> insurrection, censor, anti-fascist, <laughs> provocative, uh, abrogate. Oh, what's that? Uh, yeah. Appease. Wow, that's funny. You can really track the sort of uh, hive mind by watching yeah. this. That's, yeah. that's an interesting uh, sort of data, um, uh, I don't know, currency that they have over on Webster's. Why am I here on Webster's? Oh, checking the current, current definition, definition of terrorism. terrorist. Uh, in the meantime, while you look for that, I'll play this other one here. This is a, It's got a little bit of a, a commentary over it at the beginning, okay. but then you'll hear the people in the plane. This is a video uh, of a couple people getting kicked off the plane itself. And again, you'll hear some narration at the beginning, but then you'll hear the people yelling at the people trying to Are there earmuffs in this one. I don't think so, but just in case, uh, be yeah, prepared, be prepared earmuff warning. This is the lady who was seen in the other video comforting the crying toddler guy who was kicked off. A flight. They're all on the no-fly list for being radical white terrorists. Yeah. So there you go. That's that's the yeah, footage right there. Sorry, it's repeating there, but. Yeah, I mean that's like super public shame. Get off the plane. Yeah, that's and all this stuff. That's man, sketchy, that man. Is, I mean that is that's fascistic. That is super fascistic. fascistic. <laughs> Who are the fascists here? I know. Well, that's I mean, been an ongoing thing. Twenty twenty. So uh, Webster's definition is the systematic use of terror, especially as means of coercion, which is kind of a circular definition, but over here at dictionary.com, it is the use of violence and threats to intimidate or coerce, especially for political purposes. Right. Uh, so, yeah, you know, it kind of has, so when people are using the 
the T word. They are specifically trying to say that, you know, you uh, used violence and threats to intimidate for political purposes. And uh, I don't know. I mean, it depends on what definition you use, but I could see somebody trying to apply that um, given their political leanings, what, whatever side they're on of the events of January 6th. Well, <laughs> it can certainly be used for a lot of the BLM protests slash riots we saw sure last summer. Oh, yeah no doubt about it yeah. you could you could uh connect that with a lot of the events of 2020 uh, i know 2020 2021 off to a great start here <laughs> yeah. uh but then there are people like this not helping the cause i would say this is um i don't know the person's name is a name here uh jenny cud and the hashtag maga terrorist was trending on twitter Bragging oh, about breaking and entering Nancy Pelosi's office and witnessing theft oh, and yeah. looting. This was just not smart. Not smart at all. This is uh, this is her. Vandalize anything, but we did. <laughs> we did, as I say that, uh, we did break down the um, Nancy Pelosi's office door, and uh, somebody stole her gavel and uh, took a picture sitting in the chair flipping off the camera and that was on fox news um patriots got down on the floor and were um sitting in the house members in the senator's chair vandalizing yeah, so, i mean she goes on it's about 30 and you know, that's the clip that's yeah just on the one I just listing out a list criminalizing herself <laughs> categorizing a list of federal crimes for yeah. all of her uh, social followers. Again, just not very smart to do. Just not a, not an advisable move. Um, yeah, I, I don't, I'm just, I'm sorry. I'm taking a little bit of back because hashtag Pelosi loves Trump is trending on yeah, Twitter. I saw that too. I don't know what it means. It's yeah. I don't know. Um, okay. What else here? There's a few more things that I wanted to run through real quickly. Just some headlines, and then we'll take a break, and then um, got some other things to cover. A uh, lot of great stuff to cover, actually. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, these, uh, you know, the the world's a little topsy-turvy right now, so the show is uh, also a little topsy-turvy, but we figured it's, um, you, you know, we kind of get, we have the benefit of being able to go with the flow in times like these. Yeah. Yeah, so we're we're just going to run through these real quick. The Times of Israel headline, there was no violence claims Israeli Trump supporter who raided US Capitol. And just throw a wrench in the whole white supremacy narrative yeah, right. there. Yeah. Uh this one was from wnd.com. Did this Capitol police officer just commit suicide? Mm. Uh just 2 days after Congress was overrun by rioters. Uh, this police officer, Capitol police officer died in an off duty incident suspected to be suicide on Friday. Uh, New York post reported, and I think New York post, uh, has another headline here. What the left wants to ignore about slain Capitol police officer, Brian Sicknick. And this one, there's footage of, um, uh, the officer kind of getting beaten by a, a pole and stuff like that. It's pretty gruesome. Um, but you know, people are saying, Oh, look at that. I thought blue lives mattered and all this, but he was a, allegedly a Trump supporter. So it just goes to show that it, 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 it 
what everyone would like to have this be is like this black and white. The people that were here were, are all white supremacist Christian nationalist Trump supporters, mm. period. Right, right. It's not like it, not at all. And we've shown evidence yeah. of that just while things were breaking on that day and everything, but it's just not the case. And so, yeah, just something to point out to maybe friends, normie friends and family that might be saying like, well, but, 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 and you know, sweeping generalizations because uh, it's not that it's not that black and white and not to, not to even mention the Asian provocateurs that no And generalizing like that is sort of weaponized misinformation. It is you without know, even it, knowing all it. it. All it does is benefit those trying to control population. Yeah. And then there's this one here, NBCnews.com. Pope Francis prays for dead in capital rioting, appeals to us to protect democracy. Quote, violence is always self-destructive, the pontiff said. And uh, I don't know, this might offend some Catholic listeners Did out he there. Did say this from jail? Like, maybe. Yeah, it's possible. <laughs> but uh, uh, to my understanding, I don't think it is biblical to pray for the dead. Yeah, that's a pretty common Catholic practice, I think. Yeah, so I was going to say, you know, I did say it might trigger some Catholics out there, but (laughs) Hebrews 9.27, just as man is destined to die once and after that to face a judgment. So there you go, Pope. I don't know why you're praying for them. Are they in purgatory? They're waiting for judgment? Yeah, I think you might uh, think that. Yeah. And then this here, this is a minute and 16 second clip. Uh of uh, 60 minutes and this is an interview with nancy pelosi and pelosi just uh man she tried to bring the tears but i don't know maybe too much uh too much surgery around the facial area there nothing came out the the big pause you will hear is nancy trying to be dramatic oh hold on the speaker was on the house floor during the count of the electoral college vote oh look so tell us what happened when, when the uh, protesters were trying to get in here. You're up there. Well, the, when the protesters were making the assault on the Capitol, uh, before they even got to these doors, the uh, Capitol Police pulled me from the podium and I was concerned because I said, no, I want to be here. And they said, well, no, you have to leave. I said, no, I'm not leaving. They said, no, you must leave. Police gun. <laughs> I don't want to go. I will stand and fight. <laughs> yeah, Pelosi fighting for our country. Such self-serving it's heroicism. So ridiculous. Okay, wow. continue on here. Police guns drawn held the invaders off the House floor, invaders. but over in the Senate, the Trump supporters were able to break into the chamber. The scenes were shocking to watch. I think there was a, a universally accepted that what happened. No tears. No tears. Terrible, she tried. Terrible. Oh, brother. Violation. <laughs> that pause was her trying to conjure up tears, but there were no <laughs> tears to be found. Pelosi's soulless. Uh, anyway, sorry. I'm stepping on our thing here, but uh, yeah. Did, this is that what happened? Crickets. It's a terrible, terrible violation. <laughs> yeah, it's a terrible, <laughs> terrible violation because it wasn't rioters destroying your 
a small business. You, know, I know, that's you, you didn't she didn't try to conjure up tears when small businesses were getting destroyed and uh you know people were dying in the streets, federal buildings were getting burned down, uh etc cetera, etc. Cetera. No, 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 no. But when it's her beautiful uh, domed building, the <laughs> temple of democracy, she must attempt to shed a tear. Liar! A little dehydrated, maybe. They are scum. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's that's our summary there. Uh, uh, okay. Yeah. Do, do well, we want to touch this real quick, the NRA thing, Joe Biden? I don't know. I mean, I'll just mention it. I'll just do the headline here, which is basically Newsmax.com. Joe Biden vows to defeat the NRA. I want a little bit more context. I didn't get a chance to go through the whole conversation. Okay, we can save it for later, but he, he wants to take out the NRA. I think, or, or if there was something more specific. I'm wondering if there was something more specific with the NRA, or does he just want to destroy the NRA altogether? Because well, guns, man. Because guns. Yeah, okay. Well, I, I want to get more context for this just so I can understand it and not be a NRA alarmist. But the NRA did uh, did fire back. Oh, he did. Can't put it that way. Um, oh, but they tweeted, on yeah. Friday, Biden pledged to defeat the NRA. Biden wants to ban our semi-auto rifles, tax our guns and mags and more. He knows the only thing standing in his way to dismantle the Second Amendment is NRA. Gun owners must stay vigilant and be engaged in elections and the legislative process. I like the very specific uh, nonviolent steps to take there at the end. Yeah, very good. Good stuff. Okay. So uh, you want to summarize a little bit of what we just kind of walked through or do you want to do you think we no, already did you that? You know, I think, well, just for those who are... Uh, uh, yes, I was planning on doing my big rant at the end. It just ended up ha happening all at the beginning, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> so you can just, uh, cut and paste my rant, uh, here at the bottom. Um, man, this nice intro to the show is only about, a over an hour long. Yeah. So well, we got to start putting the flippy update at the top of these now. Now that's, I know <laughs> it's, a, it's. Uh, did you, well, thing. I mean, I guess to summarize it all. Oh yeah, I forgot we had this. We haven't didn't read this uh, post that allegedly was from Donald Trump. Yeah, at and Team this, Trump this, News on Parlor. Yes, yeah. at Team Trump News on Parlor. If you want to put it up, I'll it's read up. it real quick yeah. and then I'll summarize. Uh, this is uh, allegedly. Donald Trump or his team or something. Well, allegedly it's Donald Trump saying, I am drafting an executive order to take the following propaganda media outlets off the airwaves. ABC, NBC, CBS, Fox News, CNN, MSNBC. I'm also working with the FCC to pull their licenses. We have evidence that all of these media organizations employ agents of Chinese Communist Party, as well as embedded Agents of Chinese Communist Party, as well as embedded CIA agents. Well, we know those things. And we have a nice little mix between a mix of truth and lies here, uh, whose sole purpose is to brainwash, hypnotize and direct public opinion towards certain agendas, uh, particularly agendas that support the left and the deep state. These organizations are a threat to national security 
and virtually nothing they report is actual news. Uh, okay, yeah, sounds very Trumpian, and uh, I can't say that I disagree with any of it, except yeah. for <laughs> I very much doubt that he is drafting an executive order to take ABC, NBC, CBS, Fox News, CNN, MSNBC off the air. I don't think he can do that with an executive order. I was going to say that it kind of sounds like Trump, but Really, it doesn't. It sounds like somebody who is very much in that camp and that kind of thinking, uh, writing something that confirms you know, their bias and gets everybody yeah. worked up. And, and I was seeing this. The reason I'm putting it here is not because I follow at Team Trump News on Parler. It's because I'm seeing this shared everywhere and yeah. people are buying it. And uh, I don't know what to say. It's just not going to happen. I mean, and here's the thing. This is not going to happen. I'm saying it here right now. I don't think he can take all that, all those businesses down with an executive order, but I don't think he will. I think this is disinformation. Now, that being said, if he does, I will be so happy to be wrong about this. I think that would be just a fascinating time in history if the president shuts down six major news agencies. Um, but that being said, it's not going to happen. But maybe I'm wrong. Who knows? Maybe I am. It's not going to happen. Stop sharing it. It's not real. And that's a good uh, way to summarize this entire thing, which is if you're on Facebook, you're on Parler, you're you're on a social media, or maybe you're just hearing it from people, um, you, can't, you can't buy it. You can't buy it just because you're seeing it around and it makes you feel good about some revelation or some uh, revolution rather going on and it confirms maybe what you want to happen. Uh, you got to find a way to um, separate the facts from whatever weird disinfo uh, psyop is going on right now. It's and pretty when wild. You're when you're reacting on social media and you're sharing it and you're taking a stand on social media, I'm just telling you, for you, dear listener, for you, dear Canarian, I don't want you to, uh, to get yourself in a situation you don't want to be in because I want you to be back here for the next show. Uh, you know, let other people do what they're gonna do but for you keep your head on straight when you see a piece of information follow it down the rabbit hole don't take uh you know conservative blogs and twitter accounts and this kind of stuff is fact okay you, you sh we all should be taking steps in our own lives to prepare ourselves for any situation self-reliance is a very important uh aspect of well, just American thought, certainly conservative thought, but also just, you know, human beings should uh, be ready for anything. But uh, be really careful when you're you're jumping around on all these big tech platforms. And Parler is a big tech platform. Just because they're a competitor to Facebook doesn't mean they're not big tech. They're using Amazon infrastructure. Everything you do on Parler is going in your big tech profile. And that's not hyperbole. That is not that is not metaphor. You have big tech profiles and. Uh, and you just want to keep that in mind before you start taking things as fact that you don't have hard evidence for. Um, and there you go. And we will see nine days is a long time in 2021. 
And uh, who knows? Some crazy stuff is probably going to happen. But uh, we'll just see. There's no, don't trust Lynn Wood. It's, I don't, we don't know anything about this guy. We're going to have so. three shows before the 20th. And we have, that's a show day too. So the 20th is a show day. Yeah. Man, 2021 show calendar has been beautiful. <laughs> it's been pretty wow. good for us. Huh? Show days are just falling on the most intense days this I year. I know. Well, that's, so uh, we'll be live. We'll be doing a show live on inauguration day. So make sure to put that on your calendar. That should be a good one. I'm going to trigger a whole bunch of Trump supporters here. We will launch a new age. This is false. <laughs> well, I think they might be. Uh, I think the Trump supporters must be having some sort of uh, trigger fatigue because things are crazy. Well, I mean, I think everybody has trigger. F- I have trigger fatigue. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, you know, Obama saying this is false to Trump's new age is particularly uh, triggering for some folks. Yeah, I mean, for me, yeah. too. I mean, come on. Right. Is, is is Obama the Antichrist? Is he going to take over the UN? <laughs> is he going to come back? Well, no, well, he doesn't have to come back. He's got to just uh, be the president of the UN and uh, start right. dishing. Yeah, he could get into the international circuit. Yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, do a real quick Flippy update. <laughs> let's do it. Let's start the show. Flippy update. Do you want fries with that? <laughs> okay. Now back to our regularly scheduled <laughs> programming. <laughs> Uh, for those who uh, are might be new to the show, Flippy is the colloquial name for the disembodied robot arms that are taking our jobs, enslaving our children, and flirting with our spouses. We've been following Flippy for years, and it's uh, it's kept Canary Cry listeners at the forefront, the vanguard of uh, observing, being conscientious observers, or whatever, uh, of the robot takeover and what we can and cannot do about it. Today, I'm actually coming from Forbes.com, which is unusual for a flippy update, but the headline is the AI-powered robot that learnt curling using adaptive deep reinforcement learning. In curling, a sport that's been referred to as chess on ice. (laughs) I think think that is a very generous way of describing curling. I love curling, by the way. But, I, I watch uh, it every Winter Olympics. It's uh, I know, me too. I'm very. Oh, and every Winter not, Olympics, I think I can be an Olympic curler. I think it's a very achievable goal. Yeah. Not to, not to put down professional curlers. I no. just think you and I have a particular skill set. Yes. But Flippy is a perfect curling champion. Oh no! Uh, I guess I wasn't very far. By the way, we we have not talked about the Olympics very much, but. Or did we? That uh, Japan, is it Japan? Yep. Yeah. Tokyo. They're doing uh, the 2020 Olympics in 2021. Yep. And last I heard, they were not changing the date. They're still calling it the 2020 Olympics. Oh, yeah. That's some time traveling strangeness. (laughs) Yeah. Which on one hand, I think is cool. Like, eh, no need to confuse things. But also it's probably because they already spent billions of dollars on merchandise. Yeah. (laughs) they just don't want to reprint the shirts. Yeah. Okay. In curling, a sports uh, that's been referred to as chess on ice because of the strategy and pre- precision involved, a robot named Curly. 
beat Korean national teams in three out of four official matches. Robots have certainly come a long way, but they are still fairly clumsy and most lack the dexterity of the human body. So Curly, the robot that mastered curling, is quite impressive. I think we got to officially induct Curly into the Flippy family tree. Yeah. Let me just make a note of that. Okay. And then they, <laughs> for American listeners, they go ahead and uh, do a couple of paragraphs explaining curling. Um, but says Curly and its creators. Actually, we don't even need to go into it. There you go. There's yep, a robot. That's the, story. That, <laughs> that's the story. No need to waste time getting the details. Um, so, you know, this is interesting because we talk about, uh, you know, when it comes to the Olympics and athletes and things like that. There's a lot of national pride wrapped up in this. And uh, of course, there is all the doping scandals in this. Well, forever, but also more specifically in the Sochi Olympics. Um, Russia is not even allowed to compete as as an as a team. They can compete as individual athletes. Did you know this? Yep. But they. Yeah. Yep, but they can't uh, they can't represent Russia, which is crazy. Um, and and we've talked about, uh, you know, well, the, the current situ- the, the current conversation has gone from doping to uh, genetically modified athletes oh, with yeah. all the CRISPR and the, the, you know, the super soldier experiments and things like that. So, you know, sports might get way more exciting in the next coming decades, but not if Curly can help it. Because why do you need super soldier athletes if you can have uh, robots? I think curling is the best use of Flippy or his cousin Curly. Um, And I don't think the inventors of the disembodied robot arm could have imagined a better use case. Yeah, there's not much for me to say. I no, there isn't. There's not much for any of us to say. Although I hope it would be very fun for them to do a uh, a curly exhibition at the 2020 Japan uh, Winter Olympics. Oh yeah, especially because part of their whole thing was they wanted to have a you know fully uh, robot run Olympics. Yeah. Remember that? This was years ago when we reported on this. Yeah. Um, but they're like fully roboticizing the Olympic village. They're, they're really trying to show off their robots. And so I think Curly might show up. I'm just saying, I wouldn't be surprised if Curly shows up to really set the stage there for the curling event, but that's not in the summer Olympics. So we're not going to see it in Japan. Oh, I thought it was winter Olympics in Japan. Okay. I'm wrong. Summer. So uh, let's take a quick break. Thank some people. And then we got uh, we got to zoom through a whole bunch of uh, interesting stories from the fake arms to Elon Musk to AI needing a bunch sleep. of whack sheen updates and a bunch of whack sheen up- updates that uh, yeah. notice how me. there's not a whole lot of talk about the whack sheen right now. Uh, there was a little bit today during the dead dead time. But yeah, sure. for the most part, it's uh it's kind well, of gotten get quiet. All your whack teen updates here on Canary Cry News Talk. Yeah, okay, sure. let's take a quick break. It's break time. Come on, take a break. 
Okay, we're just going to take a quick break, but don't go anywhere, folks, because after the break, we've got a bunch of good stories you're not going to want to miss, especially when it comes to the vaccine. Um, But we want to take a second and thank some of our producers of the show. That's right, folks, uh, producers. That's because we are on the value for value model. And um, I had a couple people mention it. So I do want to, again, give credit to the value for value model to the No Agenda Show, um, who have been pioneering this model for over a decade. And um, that was very inspirational to Gonz and I to sort of solidify that way of doing business. So we don't have to be shackled uh, by the the handlers of the advertising industry. Gons, we got some more advertising. Uh, apparently, a lot of these advertisers don't listen to the show because we keep getting offers for advertising. <laughs> uh, but we decided uh, that advertising was not the way to go for a lot of reasons. But uh, at the top of that list is we refuse to be beholden to corporate money, which is not a great way to make a living. Apparently, being beholden to corporate money is pays the bills. Um, but we have uh, the most wonderful people who listen to the show who are not just listeners but actually are taking responsibility for their own media future. They're not begrudgingly uh, tuning into Fox or CNN or any of these corporate news stations that uh, follow the whims of whatever their controllers uh, you know, tell them to do. We are completely separate and uh, not just funded by our listeners, but we are produced by our listeners, which means uh, our producers, yes, they help us out financially, which is uh, an essential part of the value for value model, but they also help us out with content and art and jingles and all sorts of good stuff. Um, But I do want to take a second and thank some of our producers. And uh, one of the easiest ways to do that is to head to Patreon patreon.com slash ccnt but i'm almost gonna stop talking about it because you know as we've seen recently patreon we 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 don't like relying on these services as much as we do um and the 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 this section of the show is short because there was no patreon producers anyways um but better news is that we have Canary Cry News to- uh, nope Canary Cry Radio.com slash support. Canary Cry Radio.com slash support. That's right. Canary Cry Radio.com slash support is a great place where you can become a producer of the show. There's a lot of literature there on the value for value model if you're interested in learning more. But you can also become a producer. You can uh, join in with a monthly sustaining producership. Uh, it does it goes a long way to setting a foundation for the show. But if commitment is not your thing, you can also become a producer in uh, any amount uh, with a one-time producership. Um, and Gons, who do we have coming in on the PayPal there? Oh, there's also cryptocurrency and stuff too. Yes, and... We are going to start off with Aaron W. Coming in as our executive producer for episode 285. Thank you, Thank Aaron. you very much, very Aaron, generous. executive producer. Yeah, and I don't know. He must be. Uh, I don't know. You'll have to check if he's close to being a knight, but we'll see. Um, and then next we have Sherry. Thank you, Thank Sherry. Thank you very much, Sherry. 
Cherie, okay. Cherie coming in with the 3322. Yep. Ooh, sending us signals, yeah. secret <laughs> Illuminati signals. And she says, the biggest tragedy of recent events is the current and coming division of families and the end of long-time friendships. Please remember mm, that our yeah. entry to heaven isn't dependent upon how often or how loud we are on social media about our political affiliation. Amen. It is, however... Dependent on upon our relationship with Jesus, whether or not we lived for him, and if we obeyed his command to love and serve the least of these. Thank you, Basil and Gons, for sharing the truth and never compromising. Mm, well, thank amen. you so much, Cherie. That's awesome. And that that's so true. I'm talking to neighbors who are losing, you know, family, uh basically, you know, being disowned by family members because they support one candidate or another. Yeah. It's pretty pretty absurd out there. So I've even heard it, not even being that serious. I mean, I've heard uh, situations where you know the, the whole family is conservative, but one is kind of buying into a lot of the Linwood uh, unsubstantiated crazy stuff, and the other one also is a Trump supporter, but is kind of like I don't know about this, and they're getting into fights about it. Yeah, well, that's there. You go. It's working. The psyop it's, is working to divide and conquer. Even, even dividing the the people of the same value set. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Yeah, uh, and also, uh, so thank you, Cherie. Next up, thank you, producer Saul. Thank you very much, producer Saul. One of the most consistent uh, producers as of late. Yeah, uh, and then finally, producer Christopher B. Thank you. Thank you very much, Christopher B. And he says, great show, guys. Keep up the good work. Long time listener. So very Thank cool. Thank you very much, Christopher B. Yep. And uh, we, I think we do have a night in the wing. We're still waiting for yeah, what confirmation. The Where is this person? Send us your night info. We want to knight you on the show. I know. Well, we'll get to that. Uh, but also, you can definitely support us with crypto. And as you've noticed, with people being deplatformed from even PayPal, uh, mm-hmm. moving to Bitcoin or some other crypto is potentially the move here, at least now. There was a big correction in Bitcoin today. It dropped to oh. $32,000 of Bitcoin. I could finally <laughs> take a breath, man. I that know. Was, it's been pretty I was wild. stressing out. Yeah. It's, buy the it, dip, folks. Yeah, this buy is the an dip. opportunity, not a crash. Yes. And uh, we did receive 0. 0.0029 Bitcoin from Michael. So thank oh, you, thank Michael. Thank you very much, Michael. It's a very generous gift that uh, could be worth a lot more in the future in dollar terms. But uh, mm. yeah, it's very, very generous of you. Uh, so yes, if you do want to support us with crypto, go to canarycryradio.com slash crypto and uh, send us a note to, so we know... Uh, who sent it and yes, uh, it is anonymous. So you'll have to let us know if you want us to thank you. Yes. Um, and then, uh, the other ways you can support the show is to, uh, do so with your time and talent. And we actually have a jingle to play. Uh, and this is from Rabster and crystal. And this is the ISO version. And we will play the full version at the end of the show, uh, the playlist, but here's poly ticks. Poly. It's Latin for many. Tick. Ooh. They'll suck your blood. They'll suck <laughs> your blood. They'll suck <laughs> That's your fun. Politic. Yeah. Um, let's see of here. Politics. I'm just going to check the email, see if there was something that should be read from them. 
Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, they didn't say to read it. Yeah. I think it's fun. Let me let me read it. Okay. It says, uh, hi, hi, Basil and Gons. God bless the both of you as you continue to rattle some cages for Yeshua Jesus. My wife, Crystal, and I both appreciate the work you do. It not only helps us keep informed about how to pray for the world around us, it also is helping us raise three little fledgling canarians. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. We wrote this song as it fits perfectly with what you both said in yesterday's show. This came in a couple days ago uh, about politics and the two wings of the same bird we shortened it for a jingle very well done always do that as well as have a full length song to add to the end of your broadcast to use as you wish keep up the good work and if we have this uh, time and the topic hopefully we can spit out a couple more of these in the near future god bless you and continue to be bold in sharing the saving faith and grace of yeshua the messiah well done good and faithful servant sincerely uh, Rabbi Jim and Crystal Woodcock. All well, right. Thank you very much. Thank that you. was very fun. Um, God bless you guys. And we'll be playing the full song at the end of the show. Yes. And we have some art to present. One art, please. Woo. <laughs> and this first one, producer Allie comes in with President Buffalo Shaman VP <laughs> via Getty. <laughs> exclusive offer only $33 or free with your what's that word there oh my gosh I did not see this one come oh, in <laughs> this is great oh free, oh, free, free with your 7 day 2021 trial oh yeah exclusive <laughs> offer wow that is fun great job Allie man this guy just became an instant sensation didn't he I think uh, I did see something about this guy I think his mom or something is saying he's not eating. He's in, you know, he's uh, in jail and he's mm-hmm. not eating because they're not feeding him organic food. Oh so. my God. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, I think that I saw something so like weird, that. man. This guy, you know, everybody thought he was in Tifa, but it turned out to be, you know, he's a pretty consistent uh, Trump supporter. Q Shaman. Or Q Shaman. Yeah. So he's, uh, yes, an organic Q Shaman. <laughs> Shaman. <laughs> I think that's just how we're going to say it all the yeah. time now. But Shame. yeah, great job. Uh, the chest hairs, the whole deal. Nice yeah. work. Um, so there you go. Thank you, producer Ali. Beautiful. Please keep Thank it you up. very much, producer Ali. The next one here is from Josiah. It's more of a Photoshop job mm-hmm. and it's labeled quote, Mount stupid, beautiful this time of year. And it's, it's the, I think that's the capital. Oh yeah. And yeah, it's so got, uh, I think it's like a play on Mount Rushmore. Right. I think uh, maybe, but yeah, I think yeah. so too. Yeah. It's fun. And it's uh, got an overlay of, uh, what looks like the original crowd there, but then a whole bunch of horses, cows, cows, I think it's cows, oh, it's cows. Yeah, yeah, it's cows. Who okay. is herding some cows. Yeah. Ah, there we go. Referring to, uh, some Trump supporters maybe getting played with the yeah, whole situation. Yeah. Very good. So thank you for that. Josiah. Next up, we have Jay Vela back with more. Looks like he burned some of the edges of the paper there to make more dramatic effect. Ooh, uh, I'll let you nice. uh, describe what's happening here in this one. Okay, let me pull it up on my own here so I can see the whole thing. There it is. Okay, yeah, oh, this is very interesting. Uh, you know what? Jay Vela has, uh, uh, or Jay Denver Airport artist, as he's known now, right. has been having some... Uh, uh, His office burnt down, right? 
Yeah, his, so his own sort of situation. And he's been sort of, t- I think, telling a personal story through the art recently. Um, but we have sort of a tessellated um, group of shapes on the left here. Uh, the in, in one of them is a big uh, word that says stoic, and it's got a man in a robe sort of overlooking a precipice. And then in the other shapes, we have, uh, for instance... Um, a football field with people sort of uh, fans all around it. You've got people playing games on uh, looks like maybe some poker and some oh, having dinner together. In another shape, we've got some dancing, people having fun, uh, taking the boat out. Um, let's see. Did I say laying on the beach? Yeah, laying on the beach, going on dates. And then uh, on the right side, We've got what looks to be our very own Jay Vela, perhaps, um, behind bars, uh, alone, wearing his gas mask here. So I feel like there's a story. Um, Oh, he's mentioning in the chat, everyone going about as if nothing is amiss while I'm living the stoic life. Ah, yes. Well, Jay Vela, you are not alone. We are all, uh, A, with you. And all having to live our own version of the stoic life, just trying to stay sane in these days. Yeah. So very good, uh, Jay Vela. And of course, we're keeping you in prayer here. Uh, As we know, you know, your office had a a fire and things just uh, are hard nowadays. Yeah. But uh, again, great job. Did he send it? Did he send a note with this when he sent the email? Because if he did, you got to start putting these in the in our document. Oh, here. don't don't come after me for that. I'm coming stuff after there. you. Well, I'm just saying, prepping I, all these documents. I've I want to know if that. he uh, if he sends us a message. I want to know what the message is. Okay, well, you you, look, you can look for that real quick. I am. Uh, I'm doing it right now. I'm going to, or you can also, in the meantime, you can uh, pull up the note from Grace if she had one. Mm, okay because that, that is well. our next uh artist Okey-dokey. and grace uh, a couple quotes and also uh, i like the next one here but the first one uh it says i'm going to reserve any sensationalized attempts uh, attempts at explaining aliens no 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 it says i'm going to reserve uh, oh, any okay. sensationalized attempts at explaining what's going on and that was <laughs> My attempt at trying to be reasonable when we were uh, talking about the Capitol building getting right. taken over. Okay. And then on the other side, aliens are here and they are the ones that breached the building. That was me yes. saying it. <laughs> Which <Such> is <laughs> your very accurate <laughs> uh, description. Yes. So good job there, Grace. Thank uh, you and very then she much. had a second one here. And this one I love. This is the yes. 2021 CCNT bingo card. I love it. We got to make sure everybody gets these and we can print them out. Uh, Somebody might need to uh, maybe host or uh, what is the word I'm looking for? I don't know. Organize an ongoing 2021 bingo game on the Canary Cry community. 
I think that might be fun. Um, but it says here, uh, so here we go. From left to right, we've got AI knowing everything. Na- this is uh, on the first row here. AI knowing everything, natural disasters, CRISPR clones, Bill Gates depopulation, worldwide jab. Okay, I think a couple of those are definitely possible. On the second line, we have Zuckerberg losing Facebook. Ooh, that would be interesting. Social credit scores, definitely. Vaccine passport. Flippy in our homes. Get ready. Large blackout. On the third row, Amazon, the only retailer. Alien reveal. Free space. Oh, (laughs) the free space. Canary cry. Uh, Surveillance toilets. Oh, I like how Canary cry. We are the free space guns. That's right. Surveillance toilets definitely happening. (laughs) Deep fake news. uh, Four. The fourth line is financial reset, panopticon, robot takeover, basil apocalypse bod. (laughs) That is definitely happening. Uh, And Biden shaves his legs. Oh, I don't know about that one. Oh, that's, yeah. That that square might never be filled. (laughs) Then on the last line, we have Welcome to the Hunger Games, Elon Lies to the World, Robot Police, Beast System Revealed, and Mad Max Reality. Oh, man. This is fun. I got to print this out. Yep. We should, uh, you know, uh, we should. I don't know if we will, but somebody might... I want people to keep track of this and remind us uh, so we can mark things off live on the show when they happen. Oh, yeah. That yeah, would be definitely. fun. Let me definitely. download this real quick. Okay. All right. All right. Thank you very much, Producer Grace. Uh, always a pleasure to have your art on the show. Yeah. Very good stuff. I love it. Uh, and then lastly, this is more of a screenshot. I just included it here because mm-hmm. it was interesting. Brenda sent us a screenshot. FEMA is hiring. And FEMA is hiring now in your area. Make up to $2,812 per paycheck. Hey, not bad. That is almost six grand a month. Yeah. Five. Well, four, 4,800 after taxes, probably. Yeah. Well, not if you live in California. That's you can't put a price on enslaving your own countrymen. Can you? (laughs) Yeah, so those are all the, uh, I included that in the art, even though it's not exactly art, but you know, what are you going to do? So yeah. thank you all the producers out there. We really appreciate it. All the recurring people on PayPal, uh, we appreciate your producership and um, yeah, thank you. This show is nothing without you. So keep up your great work and we will keep up ours. And Jade Bouncerson, thank you for the timestamps. Although I think. That's fine. Thank you very much. And uh, we'll make sure to uh, keep an eye out for that. For those who don't know, uh, the timestamps on many of the episodes and uh, hopefully will continue into the future uh, gives you a little timestamps on YouTube so you can jump around the show without having to uh, um, uh, watch the whole thing. If that's (laughs) not what you want to do. Uh, Okay. And then lastly... Canary Cry Merch Birch.com. Go get your 2021 Canary Cry calendar and other items all put together by producers of the show. We had nothing to do with this. This was all. Yeah, that's right. This is producer run. Canary Cry family is on the job. This was a uh, producer dust started the Canary Cry Merch Perch where you can get all your Canary Cry merch and it's all sold at cost to save. Uh, 
save on costs for all dear Canarians. The Canary Cry calendar is out and has been shipped and it is so cool uh pictures have been rolling in on the social media and our email here we're so happy about that um, but go check it out canarycrymerchperch.com like i said everything is sold at cost but you do get the opportunity to tip the artist the webmaster or gons and i so if you wish to do that so make sure to do that canarycrymerchperch.com and a quick plug for canarycry.community this is a good time with uh, social media being what it is and parlor begoning um, and all sorts of things canarycry.community is our algorithmless uh canary cry it's we call it a social network it's it's a little bit more similar to the old uh school forum style things but uh, there are some social media aspects included but the big uh thing is that it's not run by amazon or any big tech stuff um i don't really have the all the deep information on the platform which is called discourse but it is all canarians all the time and uh not only is it conversations about current events and conspiracy theories and weird stuff like that but it's also just a great fellowship and there's the canary shout out to the canary cry gamers guild canary cry foodies whatever you're into there are canarians into it too so head on over to canarycry.community Okay. Is that, you want to wake up? Is that your... Okay. Yes, yeah. it's wake-up time. Hey, y'all, wake up. Okay, and back to the show. And updates. We interrupt this broadcast to give you a brief update. By the end of this timely interruption, you will be thoroughly updated. 33 is the number of completion of the Great War. The show is so messed up right now that we're doing brief updates after the break. At the end of the show, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fox 5 San Diego County reports 3.2 uh, 3.2k new cases, 33 deaths ahead of vaccination super site launch. Whoa, super site. Yeah. So, that like super go. spreader? Oh, yeah. <laughs> countering the super spreader is a super site. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who comes up with these things. And did you notice the January 6th Capitol building, the the uh, uh, curfew was from six p.m. to six a.m. That's a six, and then six p.m. six a.m. This was actually this screenshot was sent to me by Mel over at Truth Stream Media, and she basically said, "Hey, uh, you know, uh, I know you're collecting some of these, so here's one. This is uh, just an article headline, you know, whatever. But at the bottom, updated on January sixth." At 6.06 p.m. That's three Ooh. sixes there, too. Oh, wow. January 6th, that's 6.06. Yeah, yep, yep. And then um, just real quickly, the latest Trump issues emergency declaration for inaugural. And that's not what you think, or at least all the cute people think. That's actually Trump saying, you know, let's not be violent. And that allows Homeland Security and... Yeah. Well, Washington, D.C. has, on January 6th, was put into a state of emergency uh, until the 24th. So yes. this isn't news. I saw people sending this to me as well today. Um, we've known this for five days now. And, uh, well, this was this one should have been in the vaccine section, but I, I included it here as a quick update. Um, fake arm for vaccination. 
What? <laughs> Government officials George Monbiot, medical staff, technocrats, and celebrities, 50% off. I think it's a joke. Oh. It's, a, it's, a, it's a fake arm that you can bring with you to get jabbed oh, when, you're, that's when you get funny. your vaccine. That's funny. So I yeah. like that. Uh, and then a uh, quick Elon update. Elon Musk, the world's richest person, wants to be paid in Bitcoin. Yeah. This is before the big crash. Yeah. Well, pullback. it's a big crash. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, that's just, he's, you know what? He's a weird guy, but he's gotten a couple things right. You know, some people think Elon is Satoshi Nakamoto. Yeah. There's some interesting things to consider there when you look it up and uh, go into the rabbit hole. Well, uh, considering how Tesla stock's been doing, uh, I'll take the advice. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then one last, one last quick update. Here. Artificial intelligence. This is Scientific American. This was actually back in December, but I thought it was interesting. I'll include it, include it in here. Lack of sleep could be a problem for AIs. Some types really? of artificial intelligence could start to hallucinate if they don't, uh, if they don't get enough rest, just wow. as humans do. Interesting. And the whole point of this article is to say the more AI starts to mimic the human brain to function, the yeah. more it's going to need rest like a human that is very interesting yeah. wow yeah huh. so we're gonna have a whole bunch of hallucinating ai that's <laughs> that's terrifying if you know ai is already creating all kinds of wacky hallucinogenic looking art can you imagine the sleepless yeah do androids dream of electric sheep oh, oh. they do they do <laughs> it's confirmed and you can record the dreams too we will see the electric sheep wow uh, that is pretty trippy yeah Okay. All right, so let's get Wak through Chin. the waxing stuff quickly here. All right. I got one here for you coming from CNN Chemical and Engineering News. Pfizer rebrands with new logo. Ooh. Ooh. Pfizer excited the generic drug business in November. <laughs> 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 Pfizer exited. Exited. <laughs> they excited the whole business. Oh, the so Pfizer exciting. <laughs> exited the generic drug business in November by combining its Upjohn unit with the generics firm Milan to form Viatris. Pfizer is now rebranding itself as a science and innovation leader rather than a fast follower. That's pretty interesting. And it has a new logo evoking the DNA double helix. Ah. Ah. Quote, Pfizer is no longer in the business of just treating diseases. We're curing and preventing them. <laughs> uh, CEO Albert Bourla says in a statement announcing the change. Yeah, this came because there was, um, I don't know if it was a whistleblower or something. Some, one of their, um, like, well, we've all known that Big Pharma is in the business of treating diseases for as long as possible and not preventing or curing them. And that's been one of the big uh, pushbacks against Big Pharma, one of the big, uh, you know, um, I don't know, what is the word I'm looking for? Uh-oh, my alpha brain's wearing out. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> criticisms. One of the biggest criticisms of big pharma, of course, you know, that sick people make more money than cured people do. And so this was a very specific, considering all the attention that they've gotten lately, very specific and purposeful change in their PR that we're now in the business of curing diseases. And of course, with their new mRNA vaccine, they worked the uh, double helix into their new logo. And so, uh, yeah, get ready. Pfizer's going to cure you, folks. Pfizer of the beast. Yeah. So I got a couple, uh, got a couple Pfizer clips here that uh, are very interesting. This one is from a random place called The Wall Will Fall, where mm-hmm. mainstream media fears to tread. So nice take blogs. that. Yeah, take that that for what it's oh, worth. Oh yeah, this is mega blog. A mega blog. <laughs> this is, this, I was uh, joking by calling it a blog, but it is no, very much a blog. It's a blog. And this is a little video clip is that of Mother Teresa on the image at the top. I think so. Yeah. Huh. Uh ignore the source. Uh this is <laughs> Dr. David Martin. <laughs> and Listen Judy, to me, citizens. Ignore the source. Uh, okay, so Dr. David Martin and Judy Mikovitz. Uh, explain why mRNA vaccines is not Rocco, a vaccine. Let, oh, sure sorry. We- hold on. Yeah. Uh, stepping on me here, sir. Uh, yeah. So David Martin explains how the mRNA is not a vaccine. See if you can make sense of this, Basil. Moderna was started as a chemotherapy company for cancer. It's Moderna. Not a vaccine manufacturer for SARS. This. You know, if we said we're going to give people prophylactic chemotherapy for the cancer they don't have, you'd be laughed out of a room because it's a stupid idea. That's exactly what this is. This is a mechanical device in the form of a very small packet of technology that is being inserted into the human system to activate the cell to become a pathogen manufacturing site. And I refuse to stipulate in any conversations that this is in fact a vaccine issue. The only reason why the term is being used is to abuse the 1905 Jacobson case that has been misrepresented since it was written. And if we were honest with this, we would actually call it what it is. It is a chemical pathogen device that is actually meant to unleash a chemical pathogen production action within a cell. It is a medical device, not a drug, because it meets the CDRH definition of a device. It is not a living system. It is not a biologic system. It is a physical technology. It happens to just come in the size of a molecular package. So we need to be really clear on making sure we don't fall for their game, because their game is, if we talk about it as a vaccine, then we're going to get into a vaccine conversation. But this is not, by their own admission, a vaccine. What do you think, Basil? Huh. That's interesting. I had not heard that before. He, I, will gotta gotta say, a, a, I do got to say Jacqueline Plaza on YouTube, uh, uh, what I thought was a picture of um, Mother Teresa, seems to be a picture of Fauci in a headdress. <laughs> Science is truth. <laughs> Very good. Um, huh? That's interesting. I'm what? I'm sorry. I might want. I might need to hear the definition of the device again. Uh, he it said it was, you know, the o- official definition of a medical device. Huh? 
Yeah, so I mean, I'm not going to play the clip again unless you want me to. But well, if you could find that last little spot, what was he it? He laughed last? out of a room because okay. exactly what this is. This is a mechanical device in the form of a very small packet of technology that is being inserted into the human system to activate the cell to become a pathogen manufacturing site. And I refuse to stipulate in any conversations that this is in fact a vaccine issue. The only reason why the term is being used is to abuse the 1905 Jacobson case that has been misrepresented since it was written. And if we were honest with this, we would actually call it what it is. It is a chemical pathogen device that is actually meant to unleash a chemical pathogen production action within a cell. It is a medical device, not a drug, because it meets the CDRH definition of a device. It is not a living system. It is not a biologic system. It is a physical technology. It happens to just come in the size of a molecular package. So we need to be really clear on making sure we don't fall for their game, because their game is if we talk about it as a vaccine, then we're going to get into a vaccine conversation. But this is not by their own admission, a vaccine. Hmm. I don't know. I'm not technical enough to know if that yeah, if he's right. I don't know. Our resident uh, microbiologist uh, disagrees, but yeah, but this guy has a yeah, he's got a bow tie. He does have he's a got to be telling the truth. That's right. I mean, he does have a bow tie on, so I, do <laughs> get, I am forced to believe him. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. That's I guess how I this don't works. know. I, I I don't know if if I am really not knowledgeable enough to categorize this as a device or not a device. I mean, <laughs> I think that's pretty much what vaccines are the way he described it. Um oh, well, I guess yeah. So this would be an mRNA uh thing that tells your I believe the way that they had it is the the, the the mRNA uh, vaccine tells our body to create the little spiky proteins that are right. on uh, the thing. So I guess it's telling our body to create the proteins that then block up all the little receptors. This is my very, very unscientific description of it, but it's what I've gathered so far. And so therefore, if coronavirus is in you, it just doesn't have a place to land. All the little, all the, there's no little places for the little spikies to grab onto. Yeah. yeah I don't know. I don't know if he's right or know. wrong, but he certainly is passionate about it. Yeah. Just something to keep in mind. I did want to throw it out there to see if producer Mark uh, can affirm or deny or confirm or deny that. So. Yeah. He, he didn't seem very excited about no, that. No, he didn't. Scroll down. <laughs> let's see. Nope, nothing else. I'm sure he'll he can let us know. And then, yeah, actually, please do let give me an email <laughs> about why why it is or is not a medical device. I would be very curious. Yeah. Uh, this other thing, I wanted to play this clip because um, I don't know about you, Basil, but uh, when I was growing up, I listened to uh, Loveline. It's a radio show that was out here. With, yeah. uh, used to be with Ricky Rackman and Dr. Drew. Dr. Mm -hmm. Drew Pinsky, who is a board certified physician. And uh, I mean, he bows at the, at the feet of Fauci. I mean, he's oh, set good. on air like, Oh, you got to just listen to Fauci. Just listen to yeah. Fauci. Uh, but he actually got the coronavirus. Okay. Or the, you know, COVID-19. 
Right. And uh, this is what he said after he received treatment. I'm like, right. I'm, I'm glad I took the bullet for a couple of reasons, because a, I get to see the patient perspective and I want people to understand there's a ton to be done for this illness that can keep people out of the hospital. And why the F the public health departments are not educating people about this is just driving me insane. And a, and B it drives me crazy to think I'm not only my casualty on the feet of field of battle, but People are being made worse by losing their businesses and not able to live their lives. I want people to go live. I'll take the bullet. You go just live responsibly. Don't get this thing. But get the damn vaccine and go live. Um, So what did you, what was your protocol? What did you start on immediately? Okay, so he obviously, again, he's pro-vaccine. So you got that. But he definitely was upset at the local, you know, just California in general, the health department for not, uh, you know, informing the public on how to treat this thing. And there's been, there's been quite a few doctors and medical professionals to come out and say, Hey, we could treat this thing, but you know, not doing it. So, uh, there's a longer clip here. I won't play it for the sake of time, but basically he got treated with ivermectin, doxycycline, hydroxychloroquine, and monoclonal antibodies that I guess he, he talks about how any insurance, you can get it done. You can get a, a nurse to come to your home. And he felt immediately better when he got it. And because, uh, you know, I guess when you get this thing, you have a phase where it's like the flu, but it's the inflammation part afterwards that causes issues. And that's, you know, causing people to die, basically. And Dr. Drew, again, this isn't like conspiracy theory guy. This is like Dr. Drew, you know, on right, TV. Right, right. He's a mainstream guy. Mainstream guy is out there saying, like, you can treat this with stuff we have, you know. Interesting. And, and very upset that uh, the public health officials are not uh, properly informing the public. And, and so much so, I have another clip from the Dr. Drew program here. Uh, I got about a minute here. He had this guest on the other day. And his name was Dark, uh, Dark, <laughs> Dr. Mark McDonald. And Mark McDonald had a very interesting take on the whole sh- shenanigans of uh, coronavirus C19. My thinking, my thought process since uh, March, April, when I first started to become aware of what I saw this uh, pandemic source as, which was fear, uh, not a medical pandemic, but a fear pandemic, mm-hmm. uh, which seemed to be driving people's behaviors much more than an actual infection. Right. And over time, over a period of months, I, I started to see something uh, rather disturbing, which was the ensconcement of the fear and the entrenchment of the fear developing, devolving essentially into something more akin to a trauma. Mm. You scratch your arm, it heals. If you scratch it every day, it starts to turn into scar tissue and it never really attains the same level of of tensile strength of original skin. The psyche is very similar. Uh, People can suffer a certain degree of shock, meaning fear, stress, Mm -hmm. and they can bounce back. You know, like you bend something, it bounces back. You bend it too far and it breaks, doesn't bounce back anymore. I started to see people hitting a, a point where they weren't just afraid, they actually believed some of the lies that they were being told. They believed that for example, it's impossible. It's, it's just unheard of. It's incredibly dangerous to have children at school, that all people are equally at risk of dying of coronavirus, no matter what their age, no matter what their, their health status, that um, you have to uh, stay indoors in order to be safe, that you can't go to work. All of these 
proclamations that were being spoken of, people started to believe them as being factually true, evidence-based, which none of them are. There you go. Again, Hmm. not like a conspiracy guy or some fringe dude or whatever, like an actual doctor. I think he's like a psychologist or psychiatrist. Yeah. Basically saying that this is a fear pandemic and it caused trauma. And talk about trauma-based mind control. I mean, that's basically yeah. what he's describing. Uh, yeah, so well, there you go, wild. man. We've been calling it recently. I mean, it's getting to the point where even the hardline mainstreamers are fed up with it. Yeah, it's pretty incredible to see that level uh, of, uh, you know, just people coming out of the woodwork in the medical field, uh, calling it out. And yeah. even people that get it, the, the medical professionals that actually got the, the, the virus coming out and, and calling out the, the government and uh, politicians and you know, the public health officials and stuff. Very interesting, interesting development to say the least. And I don't know if that's going to change anything, but at the yeah, very well, least, they're out there trying. To, maybe that's why we needed to fire up the uh, left-right paradigm wars because everybody was yeah. waking up to the the silliness of yeah. the, the response. Very true. Mm. Very true. Okay. Okay. All right. One more story Solid here. Go distraction. Ahead. Yeah. This is coming from uh, NBC news.com. Um, why don't you play the vaccine jingle just so I can hear it. Pandemic special. That's right, folks. I think we called this one, Gons. Uh, says here, coming to a black market near you, COVID-19 vaccine. Called it. Yeah. <laughs> the COVID-19 vaccine could wind up on the black market, experts are warning. The much-criticized rollout by the Trump administration has laid the groundwork for a scenario in which the rich and the politically connected use their money and power to cut in line. Oh, no. Nobody <laughs> saw that coming. And get vaccinated before everyone else. You don't need a black market for that. It's called the NBA. Everybody gets the good stuff first. New York government, government, Governor Andrew Cuomo. By the way, did you see the Andrew Cuomo tweet? uh today or yesterday no he suddenly started coming out and being like this is ridiculous we can't shut down all our small businesses we, <laughs> he just total 180 oh, uh, his polling apparently came in and saw he yeah. wasn't doing very good so he completely 180 uh, on coronavirus can we, can, response. We, uh, can we just end politicians I know it's disgusting. It's even worse. It's, I mean, this just shows him even more than before, which was, you wouldn't think he could appear any more spineless or controlled or ridiculous, but coming out and pulling a full 180 on this, I laughed out loud alone. Well, no, I had some cats there. So me and my cats laughed out loud. <laughs> All right. They need to Hold be replaced on. by robots or something. I'm okay with look at we, we've uh -oh. we've been convinced. Gons wants the AI government. Well, no, I don't want the AI. Uh, no, okay. But uh, robots, I'm fine with. They don't need yeah. to have AI. They just need to be very mechanical. You know, what do you <laughs> well, yeah, want? Just robots then, with human brains. 
<laughs> no. New York Governor Andrew Cuomo has already threatened to impose fines of up to $1 million oh and revoke gosh. the licenses of doctors, nurses, and others who don't follow state and federal vaccine distribution guidelines, which currently place a priority on inoculating frontline healthcare workers and nursing home residents. There have been reports in Miami of big hospital donors getting the first crack at the vaccine and in New York of tycoons flying their friends down to Florida to to get inoculated with doses earmarked for a retirement home. Oh my gosh. And in Colorado, see, I don't, I don't buy a lot of this. It's like who, who has enough money to do this? Even, you know, the, the, all these super rich guys, they don't want the vaccine anyways, but moving on. And in Colorado, some teachers are crying foul after nurses and educators in wealthier public school districts and private schools got inoculated first. Me first. Quote, it's a little frustrating that districts, that's bad. Timestamp right there. That's going to be the top of the show. (laughs) Oh, no. Quote, it's a little frustrating that districts who already don't have the same wealth uh, accumulated around them were lower on the totem pole, said a ninth grade teacher in Aurora Public Schools, one of the poorest in the Denver area who asked not to be identified by name quote the districts are already uh that were uh, the districts that already were receiving a lot of support got this before districts that need more support arthur kaplan of new york university's grossman school of medicine and one of the nation's top bioethicists said Uh, The lament will likely be heard a lot more as the divide grows between vaccine haves and vaccine have nots. Listen, Colorado School District, I volunteer as tribute. You, because I'm such a generous person, you can have my vaccine. I would never step in front of the line. So there you go. You heard it, Trump. Send my vaccine to Colorado. Quote, we're hearing about some politicians, some trustees of big hospitals and others. get, And I know a lot of Canarians who will donate their vaccine to your school district as well. Uh, quote, we're hearing about some politicians, some trustees of big hospitals and others getting shots ahead of the healthcare workers and elderly people, Kaplan said. Quote, I'm also hearing that some drug manufacturing and distribution companies are saying that as soon as the government contracts are filled, they're going to make getting vaccines for themselves a priority. The result will be higher prices for everyone else, Kaplan said. Quote, anything that's seen as life-saving, life-preserving, and that's in short supply creates black markets, Kaplan said, echoing remarks made by (sighs) an an interview last month. I know this is something about this whole article just really rubs me the wrong way. Yeah, it's just so uh, pointless. It's <laughs> it really is pointless. It's not like, pointless, Gons. What they're doing here is they're signaling to the criminals uh, that guess. this is the next big money maker. Yeah, all right. Hold on, we're almost done. Scarcity helped turn toilet paper and masks into gold early in the pandemic. And it's likely Literal to do the gold. same for We have figured out alchemy. <laughs> we have to just throw some toilet paper and uh, what was the other thing there? Hold on, hold on. Masks, masks into, a, into a pot and stir. And it's likely to do the same for a vaccine, making them especially attractive to thieves And foreign copycat artists, other experts said, the danger is there is an already existing market for unregulated drugs, 
said Michael Einhorn, president of medical supplier Delmed. Del- <laughs> Delmed. Deal med, I guess. Uh, quote, and the issue is that <laughs> Deal, products <bro>. will be... <laughs> Uh, the issue is that products will be imported from foreign countries that may not have as strict regulations as the United States, where China. product can be diverted, sold on the side, and imported to the United States. So, anyways, it's not even worth going into. Jonathan Cushing of Transparency International, an anti-corruption watchdog organization, issued a similar warning in November. Quote, the vaccine is likely to have a high street value, making government supplies an attractive target for theft and diversion unless adequate safeguards are built into supply chains, Cushing wrote. Cushing said in an email that so far he has not seen any black market issues in the U.S., but the potential is there. And that's the key right there. Just like everything else in 2020 and much of the coronavirus science, uh, he has not seen any black market issues. So we haven't quite seen this. I mean, the numbers on, uh, you know, uh, asymptomatic spread, eh, haven't really seen them, but it's potential. So everybody panic. I don't know. This is this. You know, I don't know if this is true. I don't know. But what it sounds like to me is a, an attempt to make people think that the vaccine is more valuable than it is. You know, oh, oh, not enough people want the vaccine. Not enough people are getting the vaccine. Well, yeah. 50% of nurses and healthcare workers in L.A. say they don't even want it. It was 60% in Colorado of healthcare workers said they don't want it. These are the frontline workers rejecting the vaccine. And suddenly there's just there's not <laughs> enough to go around. Now, this is, <laughs> this is this is, you know, Pfizer and Moderna making sure that they're going to make money either officially or unofficially with and all their vaccines. that's exactly it, isn't it? This is the, that's a, that's the part of it, which is, uh Oh, and people, enough people aren't wanting it legitimately. So we will, uh, I don't know. Just create some, demand. We'll have some fall off appearance. a truck. Yeah. We'll create some scarcity. See, that's the thing with this too. It falls off the truck. It creates more scarcity, which, helps the uh, economics of it in the legit market. And then you get even more of a premium on the black market. And, uh, you know, there's been a lot of industries caught doing this exact same thing. And if you don't think that they would do it with the vaccines, you're just not paying attention. Yeah. And uh, you talked about asymptomatic cases. There was this story just real quick, just because I had it in the queue for a while. This is uh, Alakut. Oh my gosh. Alec <laughs> Alachua Alakua Alachua Chronicle. And uh the headline, it's back it's from back in December. University of Florida researchers find no asymptomatic or pre-symptomatic spread. And it, you know, it's I'm not gonna read it, but yeah. basically uh that's been coming out in, in different outlets it's, it's recently. It's been out, but it's just funny how they they uh they tell you the numbers here. The secondary attack rate for symptomatic index case was 18%, and the rate of asymptomatic and pre-symptomatic index cases was 0.7%. Quote, (laughs) although there were few studies in the latter group, the asymptomatic, pre-symptomatic secondary attack rate is not statistically different from zero. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. So there you go. There's- and that's that's like the yeah, there's plenty of studies. That's like I'm surprised when people are surprised to hear that now. That has been yeah. such a strong science from from international studies. Yeah. Uh, I got a funny joke f- for you. Oh, good. Let's this get out of here. This is from producer Mark. Producer okay. Mark sent this, our resident microbiologist who tries so hard to educate us on the uh the vaccine and we're just dummies so um but okay you ready what's worse than a fake uh covid19 vaccine mm, what a real covid19 vaccine oh. <laughs> <laughs> good yeah, one producer mark see that's why you got to have producers when you do shows people i can't think of this comedy myself mark you're on the writing team you the truth okay what else do we have Anything i think we're else? done i, I gotta get out of it. here yeah we're, done. we're late okay let's land the plane thank you very much everybody for tuning in here's the thing remember we need uh producers for next show which is january 13th wednesday january 13th so if you haven't become a producer before or uh you've just found so much value coming into your life um, by becoming a producer, please consider becoming a producer for Wednesday, Wednesday's show. You can do that at patreon.com slash CCNT or head over to canarycryradio.com slash support. Canarycryradio.com slash support. Okay, yes, so very important, as I won't give the full thing, but I'll give a short thing because we had a short thing before, which is uh, we are heading into a very strange time in civilization, folks, and uh, the advertising model, which gave you mainstream news, which gave you privacy concerns with social media, which give you big big data, Um, you know, when we don't take responsibility for our own media intake and we just want advertisers to pay for it for us set the value um we get what we ask for and that's what we've been living with so uh really the value for value uh system is not just a system it's a movement it's a movement to empower uh the media that we care about and that we love and that we trust so if canary cry news talk falls into that category for you um, I consider it a, a spiritual step. You know, I, I'm very, I mean, I'm, I'm humbled when people, uh, you know, ha- that have their tithes, you know, set aside for what the Lord is doing in the world. And sometimes they will send it to us. I'm not asking for your tithe, but I'm humbled by uh, when that happens. And Gons and I take it very seriously when people um, produce the show. It's not uh, it's not a flippant thing. So um, and more than anything, we consider it a, a, a spiritual revolution to take control of our own um our own media, our own uh, discussion, our own worldview, those things, not to have it fed to us and then uh, be brainwashed by advertising. So if you want to be part of the revolution, head to canarycryradio.com slash support. Um, But you can also support us in a lot of other ways with your time and your talent. So if you are an artist or a musician, 
or really anything. I mean, we say artist or musician, but that's just because I don't even know all the possibilities. But if you have um, ways that you want to support the show that are not financial, uh, you can do that as well. Send your art uh, and your music to canarycryradio at gmail.com. Um, also, producership takes many forms. Producer Nigel created the knife uh, that we did in the Canary Cry Newstock knife drawing that brought a whole lot of social media attention for for what that's worth um it brought thousands of new listeners to the show so if get creative folks and send us an email at canarycryradio uh, at gmail.com and let us know how you want to produce the show okie dokie other than that you can leave ratings and reviews that's very important i'll probably be reading ratings and reviews um on friday i mean who knows maybe something crazy might happen and we'll get sidetracked again but uh ratings and reviews are very important to the show it tricks the algorithms into uh sharing the show with other people and make sure to hit the like button on youtube and subscribe and the bell and all that fun stuff that's all very important too um and more than anything go ahead and share the show with your friends and your family you got friends you got family they're waking up to the fact that the world is not what it seems and if you think canary cry news talk is what they need go ahead and turn them on to the show we will be happy to be involved in that journey of theirs and if you need any other instructions here's what you do listen closely you walk right up to them you grab them by the cage and then you shake it you're going down olstein the end of the world occurred pretty much as we had predicted to shake things up, stir up some controversy, rattle a few cages, get killed. Hey, stop that! Don't ever silence me! I'm the last angry man, a crusader for the little guy! Leave the bird alone! Never! Rattle a few cages, get Rattle a few cages! The human race will have every opportunity to improve. And if they don't? Ask Noah. That's right, just ask Noah. Alright, Gons, any last words? Nope. Thank you. Okay. (laughs) We will be back on January 13th. That's this Wednesday, folks. So keep your eyes peeled and don't believe everything you read on Parlor. And, uh, yeah. So thanks for listening to this episode of Canary Cry News Talk. Make sure to tune in next time. But until then, think outside the cage. Amen. Some controversy. I want to rattle a few cages.
I want to rattle a few cages. I'm the last angry man. You'll never silence I'm me. I'm the last angry man. Oh, 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 I I'm it. the last angry man. You'll never silence I'm me. I'm the last angry man. A crusader for the little guy. Little guy. Little guy. Well, we'll see about that. Whatever, Illuminati. should be covertly administered. Uh, you know, just put me on some, some, I don't know. Okay. You shot in the butt. Fluoride, oxytocin, get a chemical hug. I did dabble, you know, some of that uh, robot crack. I know what it's like. It's a lethal, lethal recipe for disaster. You need help. If you're a pharmacist, you need to repent. <laughs> All right, weird. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> 
Fun fact, I believe it was uh, another fun fact. Fun fact. Uh, another fun fact. Brings me back to my screamo days.
even get me started on bidets, man. Bidets, man. Bidets, man. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, you are living the life, man. Bidets, man. It's a bidet. Don't get me started. will be confined in a people's zoo. People, I'll keep you safe and
people's zoo. Everybody loves waffles. It will kill. We should invite fewer people to be born.